Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's a me, Amanda Garcia. <laughs> Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Folks like the Tuesday shows, and we got our normal lineup for you today. And we'll get to that in a moment on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on... 1250 930 online pr927fm.com and watch the show and be a part of the show on facebook live and youtube love hanging out with the chat what's on your mind on this tuesday as we are one day closer to pirate football one day closer to week zero got some real college football games going on this weekend we'll run over the slate with our first guest who joins us here in the pirate radio studios coach mac mac mccarthy is here coming up hour number two we'll check in with the mully man mike mullis we'll also have our fleet feet rundown and in hour three former ecu tight end bryce williams as we'll continue to recap ecu football media day from saturday and we'll have some fresh uh, audio and video for you coming up later on as we'll hear from mike houston donnie kirkpatrick and blake harrell later on today so uh, keep it locked to our social media accounts for that and we'll have it for you tomorrow right here on pirate radio live jamie says terrific tuesdays kaz said my day dragged but i'm happy to be here and we're happy to have you kaz and we're happy to have chandler honeycutt they're calling him the octopus man he's got eight arms working he's doing video he's doing audio and he's doing it with a smile hey chandler hey clipper how you doing doing today, great buddy? how are you all right yes sir good to see you yes, happy sir. tuesday all right all right and mac mccarthy is here waiting for the impending implosion that's going to happen at some point this hour hello coach mac <laughs> Well, you know, skeleton crew here, you know, and Shirley is the glue, and uh, but uh, I feel like we're in good hands, though. Do you? Yeah, I feel good. All right. Okay. You might have an issue with the uh, with, <laughs> yeah. with the brakes. With what now, Chandler? With, with the brakes. Okay. All right. With them, the brakes, right? Yeah. Them are the brakes. Because um, we have something running right here. Okay. We'll cut that off, and we'll set up the show. And I will ask Coach Mack a question, and as he's answering that question, I'm going to jump in there, fix that, come back, and nobody will be none the wiser. Okay, and I just want to apologize for uh, the mistake. I don't and know what I, want, I did. I want to accept your apology. That's how we do it, Coach. We'll get it fixed. All right, while we're... Um, <laughs> we're ju- Answer this question for about five minutes, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Chandler, are you prepared to play some sound bites? Yes, right now? Yeah. yeah. All right. Are you ready? Because Steve Hill, we got to give the chat what they want. All right, let's go. All right, let's see how you do. Steve Hill says, Commander Clippo. Burgly, 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 burgly. No, no, no. All right, moving on to the next one. Go Gator. Go Gator. There you go. Very good. I'm a former long snapper. I'm a former long snapper. Two little butt cheeks. 
It's two little butt I'd cheeks. Swinging dingers. No? No? All right. I want me some glory hole. Right. I can't tell you. I mean, <laughs> you can play the long version. I can't tell you how many times in my life when I have had it handed to me in a lot of different ways, but I went back to work, got up on Monday morning, and there it was. Glory hole. Right there in the middle of it. Thank you, Jerry Jones. I want me some glory hole. Thank you, Jerry. It was in the men's section. No? All right. All right. All right. Ric Flair. Woo! A burglary. A burglary. We're about seven behind, uh, my guy. Ric Flair. Uh-huh. Woo! My guy. My guy. My guy. Oh my God. All right. Got a little taco meat on my chest? Do we have that? Yes, we did. Ta- Got a little taco meat on my chest. All right. Sorry, Coach Mac. You have I to. think we have overpromised and underperformed. Uh, <laughs> under, <laughs> All right. Chandler, you got through that. Uh, before we move on, I got something to say, Coach. And we got plenty of topics to get to college football. But may I have the floor for a moment? Have it. Because I, what has happened to society? What is wrong with the world? What is wrong with sports fans? When you have a team, an athletic sporting event, a a sports team that wins a game that they're participating in and get mocked, get chastised, when do we become so jaded and so cynical that winners are made fun of? Last night, the Washington Commanders won a football game. Herm Edwards said you play to win the game. They win the game, they celebrate winning the game, and they are made fun of. I don't understand it. You've got people out there like Mac McCarthy. They don't like pro sports. all about the money, not about wins and losses. This team was celebrating a win, a hard-fought win. Guys who might not even be on the team, but they were so excited last night that they were happy, they were joyful, and we as a society want to see others fail so much we can't even enjoy their happiness if your life sucks you want somebody else's life to suck you can't be happy for others and i was disgusted looking at social media last night people making fun of a team that won a football game and i just it's sad and i want everybody to know i'm praying for all of you and i hope you all find happiness because right now i'm i'm just um it was tough, Coach. It was tough, Coach. But I just want to get that off my chest. I assume those were all rhetorical questions. Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for you. Uh, oh, I got one more thing to say. Chandler, come here real quick. Come around. Come around. Come here. Come here. I got one more thing to say. A lot of people talking about this on social media, too. So you got, you know, you, you, you're you you're talking and stuff. And you, uh, Chandler, oh, hey. Oh, did you shake my hand? Yeah. Why did you shake my hand? Because you had it out. Oh, because I had my hand out. Like Joe Buck had his hand out, (laughs) and the Washington owner shook his hand. That's what happens when people put their hands out. People shake hands. Why are we making fun of that? I will say. I'm sick of people (laughs) making fun of my – I can make fun of my team. You can't. That man was intoxicated, and you cannot say otherwise. He's a grown man. He's allowed to be intoxicated. There's nothing wrong with that. He wasn't driving. But I could see the confusion where Joe Buck awkwardly had his hand out. Yeah, I just had mine out, and you shook it. I didn't want a handshake. Well, 
first, I, I now I wasn't going to shake your hand, and then I could tell that you were like, because I was about to go around you, and you were like, like your body language was like, no, no, just grab my hand, and then that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to um, shake your hand. Yeah, but so. he shook it like a real man. Now he, you know, he he gave him a good hard handshake. I mean. Chandler did, not the owner. <laughs> oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. So, uh, I want to shake his hand. Yeah, just a couple of things I saw on social media last night. Having some fun. But that was uh, that was it. I'm good now. Oh, you, I was impressed by the rant. Washington ends the weirdest streak in sports, games. Coach Mac. That, that, the unexplainable streak. How does that happen? A lot of luck, a lot of weirdness. Steve says, where the hell is Shirley? Well, Steve, not here. <laughs> and we're in for one today. All right. Um, I'm trying my best. Absolutely. And no, I'm not going to blame you for anything that goes on today. I'm blaming Shirley. Just kidding. Uh, Eric says, Clip, and can you and Chandler give me a good Gus Johnson laugh? Ha ha ha! Matter of fact, for Mully's segment today, can you only laugh like Gus Johnson and see how long it takes him to get irritated? Ha-ha! They'll get irritated. Like Mully! All right, Coach Mack. You excited for college football? Is this the where I have to give you a long answer? Not yet. <laughs> I got to think of a good question to ask you. All right, here's one. Old khaki pants is back in the news. Can you explain to me and the listeners why he was originally suspended which I thought that was self-imposed, and then unsuspended, and then resuspended. They agreed, the NCAA and Coach Khaki Pants agreed on, uh, or actually the University of Michigan, agreed on a four-game suspension. Coach Khaki Pants, uh, oh, khaki re- pants. received the, uh, the uh, suspension because he was untruthful and uh, and didn't really play nicely with the NCAA. Uh, so th- what was a couple minor violations, they came down heavy on him because he didn't cooperate with the NCAA. Then the NCAA Committee on Infractions, which uh, has kind of been reconstituted, said, that's not enough. We're not going to give you the four-game suspension. We'll talk about it and get back to you later. So Michigan did a preemptive strike and said, we'll go ahead and suspend him for three games and hope the NCAA just leaves us alone. Oh, khaki pants. All right. There's the situation. Do you think the NCAA will leave? Oh, khaki pants alone? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, that that may be the end of the suspension part of it, but uh, th- there'll be some other penalties involved. Like a fine, like a lose a scholarship, something like that? Yeah. What the, what the, what the, one thing the committee is trying to do right, and you saw it with the Tennessee situation, they're trying not to impact people that didn't have anything to do with the violations. The the players in particular, that they're trying not to penalize the players that are in the program now that weren't involved in the, uh, in the violations of the NCAA rules. Maybe they'll institute one of the all-time lamest, which I think we've talked about this and you disagree with me, uh, but one of the lamest penalties, negating wins, taking away wins. And if Michigan is to beat East Carolina, Jim Harbaugh's not there. But one of the penalties that the NCAA hands down is uh, they have to take away wins, and we get credit for the win over Michigan. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> well, who do they take them away from this year that actually impacted his status uh, with the Hall of Fame? Status. I don't know who. 
one, not one that happened this year, but one that did happen, Rick Neuheisel, when he got fired from Washington, he ended up one win short of being eligible for the Hall of Fame. Mike Leach uh, ended up, I think, one game short, one win short of being eligible for the Hall of Fame. But somebody this year uh, that they took away wins from them, I'm trying to think of exactly who it was, uh, it put them short of the, the standard for the for the Hall of Fame. It's kind of odd to me that there is – maybe it makes sense, though, that there is an actual number. Yeah, 60%. Oh, okay. It's a percentage thing. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, and no arguments made. Like, I realize this guy's 59.8%, but can we get him in? He's a Hall of Famer. No. That's the line. Uh, I think it's the line. Interesting. You know, unless they make uh, an exception. And, you know, people say that, you know, there shouldn't be an arbitrary line, but there has to be a line somewhere. Well, I mean, all the Hall of Fames are, like, opinion-based, mostly. People in a room. Are you on any Hall of Fame committees, Coach? Uh, on committees, no. Are you in any Hall of Fames? I'm in uh, three Hall of Fames. Three Chattanooga. What's that? Chattanooga. Chattanooga, UT Chattanooga, Chattanooga area, and uh, Richmond, Woodstock Central High School soon. So soon, soon. to be four or no? no so, that would be three. Okay, all right. What's the other one? VCU, Chattanooga, the Chattanooga oh, oh, University oh. of Ch- Tennessee at Chattanooga, then the Chattanooga Hall of Fame. <laughs> you got all that? Chattanooga, yeah. Chattanooga, and Chattanooga. 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 Glenn, the big dog Griffin is here. Uh, Jamie said that camera shift to clip when he beat the table deserves an Emmy. Who did that? That would be the big dog who is wearing the Paul Schaefer glasses today. Hello, Glenn. He does. What's up, guys? This is so, what, it looks like Wiley X or Foster Grant or. <laughs> I'm, I don't know those references. Foster Grant's glasses. These are. Um, Walmart. No, it's they're prescription uh you see the fishing people wear this brand a lot bill dance there you go jack all right we've got it uh eric let's see uh steve said don't suspend harbaugh make him wear skinny jeans for three games (laughs) (laughs) or pleaded pleaded (laughs) they were pleaded i would like to see him as dressed down as possible oh he's got a pants he's gonna wear basketball shorts for three games Jawan howard's old basketball shorts <laughs> there we go jack <laughs> that would be a good look for him all right mac mccarthy here uh wanted to talk some college football happy week zero approaching everyone coach I've been, I've been saying that in about five ten years we're gonna have week negative one because when did week zero start this was not a thing when no. i was growing up no i want to say it started maybe the year that east carolina was supposed to have a week zero game Chandler, you're struggling today. You think that was the first year of Week Zero? I thought so. Have you lost your mind? One of the first, maybe? That was the first time maybe that ECU played Week Zero. You think ECU was going to play the first ever Week Zero game? I mean... What kind of world do you live in, Chandler? My own. (laughs) Y'all are just living in it. (laughs) We are just sims (laughs) in your created landscape. Exactly what y'all are all right uh week zero coach i guess the headliner would be the irish in ireland taking on navy 230 kickoff in dublin 
Yeah. Any Love interest that in that? They, uh, a couple, uh, how many, there are only a couple ranked games, right? Uh, Notre Dame, USC. Uh, USC. And USC is on, I don't even know how you watch that game. I think Pac 12 Network. It's the Pac 12 Network. Luckily, nobody, the Pac 12 is gone. Yeah, that's the reason. Are they still hanging on? <laughs> there's a lot of folks that think they will although the you know the acc is still hanging out there dangling that opportunity all right well let's go in chronological order here oh god i'm reading on west coast times let's see if i can do three hours math uh navy notre dame 230 on nbc will navy will notre dame wear the uh greens in ireland no okay i, I have seen their uh uniforms oh they do they have specials they they do have specials but it's just it's a navy with like uh some really cool like gold filigree types scrolly type stuff fair enough uh coach navy has really struggled out of the gate uh the previous few seasons and i'll pull that up but their thing is uh first game without ken Niamatololo. the new era begins for uh for the d coordinator there yeah it'll be interesting to see you know what that looks like uh they're they're clearly going to pass the ball more uh couldn't have probably passed it any less and then uh uh, of course the the real question marks will be on the other side where you see sam hartman and a new offensive coordinator and um just how good is notre dame i guess the line is up to like 25 or something like that and i want to get to that because if i were a betting man and to bet on this game so last year 2022 notre dame lost their opener to delaware 14 to 7 and then lost by navy not notre dame navy lost to delaware and navy the following week lost to memphis by 24 points the year before that i think that was when they won their opener no no okay they lost to marshall 49 to 7 after that lost 23 to 3 so uh, once again first two games a real struggle 2020 was the year they didn't practice and went to byu and lost 55 to 3 new coach doesn't matter none of this matters no you're looking for a trend new coach what does matter is they're playing notre dame though <laughs> my trend is they stink out of the gate i do get new coach but if i'm just saying if we if we're picking if i had to make a pick i would take notre dame simply because of that maybe yeah. i would be dumb in doing so i don't think that's the reason but i agree with your notre dame pick all right you like sam Hartman? i do i do too i do too do you like the coach at notre dame what's his name freeman yeah Ohio State player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he struggled a little bit last year, especially early, but they played better late. And uh, they've got a lot of kids coming back. They still don't have big playmakers, which would worry me with the 25-point margin. But uh, I'm assuming they have a big white tight end. <laughs> yeah, another another mayor uh, out there. Perhaps. Uh, maybe. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, they do have some good runner backs, and uh, they do have a better quarterback than anybody that quarterbacked for them last year, in my opinion. I'm interested to see uh, Sam in a new spot. Loved watching Wake Forest during the weekends, just put up a million points. And I, I know they're picking, picked near the bottom of the ACC, or at least in the bottom half this year. So uh, that's a big loss with Hartman going to Notre Dame. All right, we'll run through the rest of the games, have more college football talk, some big picture stuff, because next week we'll be talking week one. Mac wants to get into some maybe dark horse heismans uh some some champions from each conference so we'll dive into that and look more at week zero when we return pirate radio live here on a tuesday back with you after this
to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Brown and Wood is your home with the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Brit, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard, Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, Chandler running triple duty today. The big dog, Glenn Griffin, handling the video. The chat is uh, chattering today as well, including Russ, who says, I'm going to watch UMass versus New Mexico State and get so excited. I am busting at the seams. Get excited. Week zero, folks. It's football. It is here. Uh, our next game, Coach Mack. New Mexico State played in a bowl game last year. They played in one in 2017. The last bowl game they played in prior to that was? 1992. 1960. <laughs> My word. They had and a little, now I'm 0-6 on the day. They had a little drought. You only missed it by 32 years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in chronological order, the next game on uh, Saturday would be 5.30 CBS Sports Network, UTEP at Jacksonville State. Now, is Jacksonville State moving up to FBS, or is this an FCS? Yes. No, they're okay. they moved up. Jacksonville State uh, in FBS, as is UTEP. We had some good games with UTEP back in the Mike Price days. Mike Remember Price, Mike Price? Who was briefly at Alabama. What, did he go to a club or something? He did. He went clubbing a little bit uh, before he ever coached a game. If he'd have just waited one more week, <laughs> it would have been all right. All right, 7 o'clock UMass at New Mexico State on ESPN. So there you go. They get the, that's their ESPN They're on ESPN, games ESPN of the week. and USC is on the Pac-12 network. Won't be able to watch USC. We know why the Pac-12 doesn't exist. How about Ohio at San Diego State, 7 o'clock on Fox Sports 1? Big game. Can we get excited about Brady, that one? Brady Hoke? Yeah. Frank Solich's old team. I don't think. San, yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think the. Uh, I don't think San Diego State's going to win the Mountain West this year. But uh, they've sure been talked about more than anybody else in the Mountain West this year. Well, if Boise State doesn't win it, who will? Uh, Boise State's got a chance. Fresno's got a chance. Uh, San Diego State still has a chance. The other team that could sneak in there is Air Force. But I think it'll be. I think it'll be Fresno and Boise. 7.30 on SEC Network, Hawaii and Vanderbilt. Vandy took it to Hawaii last year on the road. Uh, this year it'll 17 be... 17 and a half point favorite. When Ooh. was the last time Vanderbilt was a 17 and a half point favorite over air? Last year it was like, it was between a pick and a touchdown. I remember it being very low and Vanderbilt taking it to them. Uh, have you seen the Vanderbilt Stadium? They are doing They're construction. Having, yeah, yeah. If you just look at the sides and it seats 28,000 with the with the current configuration <laughs> yeah. because the end zones are not complete obviously well how here's a question how many people will attend that game not the number they throw at us but the number of actual people i think it'll be pretty full you think they'll get close to 28 i do all right uh and then the pac-12 network still haven't been able to find that on anything san jose state at usc that's at eight o'clock and then at nine o'clock fiu louisiana tech cbs sports network I'll watch that. Yeah. It's football. Ruston, Louisiana. It's on TV. Skip's old team. Who took over for Skip? Let me look that up. 
I knew it one time. I can't think of it. So Skip uh, is helping out Northwestern right now. That's right. As uh, he is still the coach of the Birmingham Stallions. Coach uh, of the year, two-time coach of the year in the USFL. Wow. Okay. I saw this guy recently when I was uh, putting together some sports trivia questions because he led the nation in maybe touchdowns one year, but it is Sonny Cumbie, former Texas Tech quarterback, yeah. is now the head coach. He is one year older than me. They'll be slinging it around the yard. I guess so. I would assume so. I don't remember. I don't know if y'all remember the uh, great name in college football. He was at Nebraska, Dakota yes. Crawford. He's Louisiana Tech. He is now at Louisiana Tech. So, Dakota. Uh, Dakota Crawford. All right. Is a bulldog. I like it. Uh, Steve says, great job on Searity, Big Dog. I want to give Big Dog some credit. We had some audio issues with our uh our on the video side with our interviews and glenn did some black magic and took the audio from the recorder that i saved mixed it with the video and nobody can tell in fact i i'm just i'm just telling you that i'm giving you a peek behind the curtain here on how we do what we do but that was magic work wow i didn't know know. it's awesome we've done that yep wow it fixed the problem it's uh it's fantastic that's awesome all right uh randolph's hanging out what's up randolph also uh russ says that thursday slate is really good for a thursday well we'll have to get to that next week i think that's when we get florida utah by the way is swamp kings out it is tonight it is, it is out today yeah you know today. what swamp kings is coach yes and i i hear uh, depressing things about it that it's not really well done but uh, i'm still gonna look forward to it and watch it that's interesting wow because when i see a movie or when i look at a list of movies i do check the rotten tomato score and it influences me some like if it's like 15 percent, i won't watch if it's but like should i let that influence me like you've just influenced me on this now i apologize <laughs> i wanted to go when in you say depressing things or do you mean it was like badly done yes, or that that it was poorly done okay 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 all right. I do think uh, on on the same note, uh, in different turn, uh, turn, the folks that did <laughs> the uh, Michael Jordan documentary are going to do one next year with Dale Jr. on NASCAR. Uh, on I saw that. Playoffs, Big deal. right? Like the end of this year, they're going to start doing it and then put it out next year? Yeah, I don't know whether that's... Okay. You know, I, I read a headline on that. But, but those folks did a heck of a job, <clears throat> so I would anticipate this being really good for NASCAR. Certainly. But, I mean, you got to consider the source material. What do you mean? That Jordan had that guy follow him around for all those years to have all that behind-the-scenes material. That's crazy that that was just out there and nobody saw it for 30 years, yeah. 20 years, whatever like, I mean, it was. Like the, the, the vintage footage of the guy, of them playing uh, quarters or whatever. Yeah, with and, the security people. With the security people. Like that, I mean, that that's if that would have got out in the 90s, that would have been absurd for the NBA right that the, their superstars are shaking down security guards for their pensions I'd, I'd like to see i'd like to see the footage they didn't show right yeah. right hey, the you know the one thing that exist they say exists coach that i i would love to see i would pay to see it. this the taped practice the full taped mic'd up practice from the dream team oh when they played the college kids no they mashburn played, no they played each other oh that i want to see you want to see that college the game where the college guys reportedly beat them 
and they took the score off the board before the media could come in and then the next day the dream team whooped them i want to see that i have trouble even believing that a lot of people on both sides tell that story i i don't know that tape of that exists but i know that tape of the other the full tape of the other one exists and no. it's magic and michael mac just mic'd up the whole time on the michael thing who do you think has bet more money michael or phil mickelson michael probably michael and the phil numbers are outrageous yeah i mean at, phil might have taken him overtaken him recently <laughs> Because Phil, I think Phil's added some zeros to his stuff recently. <laughs> like in, in, in the last dance when he they were on the plane and he went up to like some guys in the back and was like, they were like, Michael, you don't want to play with us. We're only putting down like twenty bucks or whatever. And he was like, I don't care if I could put your money in my pocket. I'm going to bet. <laughs> right. It, it, he did not. It was. It, That's the kind of gambler he was. He was just addicted to competition. So the numbers are staggering. Has lost nearly $100 million in gambling, according to a book. Um, that he bet a billion average nine bets a day in 2011. That, I mean, that's a lot when you really break it down, but you can bet on 50 college football games. It depends but on what your units are. The one that got me made 43 MOB bets in one day. That is sickening. Good gracious. That, that one gets, stands out to me more than anything. So 43. there's about, at most, there could be, well, there could be double headers. So I'll give you 15, 17 games. So he's betting on every game. Every angle. Two and, and a half times. And, <laughs> and maybe player, player yeah. props. And Real sicko's behavior. Yeah, scoreless innings, things he, like that. Everything that was available on the board that day. He took a stand How do you on. even but, keep up with that? But remember the greatest quote about gambling of all time from Charles Barkley. I don't have a gambling problem. I can afford it. And that brings us to Mike P's comment, Coach. He says, MJ and Phil, a reminder that it's not a gambling problem if you have the money. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Barkley would be my favorite person to gamble with all time. I, I, I've, I've been to some tables with Charles. Only as an observer. (laughs) Multiple times, actually. Like, if you just put me in, if you said, okay, you can gamble with anybody on the planet at that table, it would be Barkley's, like, number one pick. Yeah. Even though he could throw you through a glass (laughs) I mean, hey, things happen. (laughs) What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. All right, fair enough. Um, Who would you like to gamble with? I wouldn't want to gamble with MJ. John Daly. I need to gamble with somebody in my <laughs> my no, this, uh, financial this, state. No, this is money's no. This, this is money's no object. Oh, I see. I this see. This is a theoretical situation. Say John Daly, that'd be fun. Like go out to the casino, maybe go to Hooters afterwards. Man, that's gonna be a bad hangover. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a rough next day. All right. Speaking of gambling, I saw my cousin uh, Brock from Iowa State is gone. Oh yeah, you're yeah. How was that? I mean, he did not travel. He didn't travel across state lines to place his bets. If he did just drove over a state, he'd have been fine. Well, I don't know about fine. I'm saying like we do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I saw. So he was the running back for Iowa State. Who? Did he he Pete Rose it up? Did he bet on his own team? Yeah, I want to say. Did he bet on his team to lose? We were talking about that with somebody. Was that the wide you? receiver bet on his team to lose, but uh, but he caught the touchdown pass that covered. Right. Okay. So uh, that that sounds like a movie right there. 
like uh <laughs> do the right thing win for the team uh so iowa state according to brett mcmurphy starting running back jarrell brock has left the program uh he was among the players investigated in the school's gambling probe why have we not heard about this in any of the other states guys what do you mean it's my when Iowa State. No, nobody else is. You know, I haven't heard of anybody else. There was there was a rumor about a guy from Virginia Tech last year in Tisdale who missed six games, kind of inexplicably. That that that's what happened with him. But I've never seen that uh, officially, and I've never seen anybody from any other state. There was a, a rash of baseball betting yeah. that happened this at the end of the season what team was uh it was a pretty big team right where the coach it was north was it northwestern indy it was like northwestern indiana and alabama well alabama was the three schools is. bama is what i was that thinking was the of. three schools that were affected in this rash of incidents i like the uh there's a good documentary on uh is it headache smith from arizona state back in the day coach you remember that where he took money and was uh they were betting on his games at arizona state and he was uh trying to keep the score within a certain amount of points there's a good documentary on it if you haven't seen it you know what i'm talking about you were coaching during the time is that <laughs> oh that's why you don't want to talk about it <laughs> okay i get it you want to shake hands or no headache smith not cool as the coldest but still a cool name let's take a break when we return more with mac mccarthy what are you want to talk about coach I don't know. But I thought we were going one way and we've gone another way. We got through week zero. Yeah. We'll uh we'll talk more college football. You can educate me. I'm a Chandler. He's a college football. He can educate yeah. me. I found out when I got Coach Mack's list of topics that I'm way more NFL guy. Here's than what I am he a did with it. And I still got it digitally. Can you hear the paper rattling? Yes, Jim Rome. All you have to do is swipe, coach. I just deleted it with a swipe. <laughs> I didn't have to ball it up. More to go, Pirate Radio Live, Hour 1. Coach Mack, back with you after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Caleb Stroud at Stroud's Marine grew up on the water and has loved boating his entire life. That's why in 2012 he decided to give back to the marine community by creating a way for boaters to order pre-owned salvage marine parts online. Stroud Marine was born to offer incredible prices and unparalleled customer service. Their mission is to save you money and get you back on the water as quickly as possible. Visit StroudsMarine.com today for more information. Stroud's Marine, your best source for salvage outboard parts. And by the way, folks, this weekend at Granger Stadium, it is ECU weekend for the Wood Ducks. And on Friday, the first 1,000 fans will receive an ECU and Wood Ducks theme hat. And uh, the first pitch on Friday is scheduled for 7 o'clock. Then on Saturday, there will be an EC Wood Ducks themed jersey giveaway to the first 1,000 fans. And Saturday's first pitch is set for 5 o'clock. Gates open an hour before first pitch. Make sure to get your tickets online at woodducksbaseball.com or at the box office the day of the game. 
Go out and have a uh, come have a pirate filled weekend with the Wood Ducks. Go Woodies. Now let's head back to PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. Mm, great reach, in, man. Those things are sweet too. The jerseys. Yeah, we gave the them hat. away. We gave them away on our social media a couple weeks ago. So if you weren't able to win one of those, go out to Granger Stadium, enjoy some great minor league baseball with the Wood Ducks, and uh, get you a jersey. All right, I got a list here, Coach Mac. This is from On Three. Is that uh? Jonathan Wagner. Jonathan Wagner. I don't yeah. know if he still works there. But he, yeah, but he was working there. Yes, sir. <coughs> it's their list of the best non-conference games in college football this season. Can I run through these real quick? Absolutely. Get your thoughts. Because these are happening, of course, early in the season. Most of them. The number one game, and this was a pretty good one last year, if I recall. Texas making the trip to Alabama this year. Big game. Uh, this will be September 9th. Uh, week two quarterbacks here so is alabama named a starter no will nick saban even name a starter they got uh who they got in their opener somebody weak rice rice all right how do you like your rice with chicken in it okay fair enough um question about texas so quinn ewers is the starter yes what week will arch manning make his debut not this year not this year no not at all no Huh. And I guess he's cool with that? And the Manning camp is okay with that? If not, he wouldn't be there. That's right. All right. Has that been said or is no. that okay, that's no. Max opinion in Max in opinion. Max opinion. Which by the way, next week. Next week we got a big guest. Big guest. Uh coming up. Who is it, coach? Laura Oakman of NFL Fox. If you are uh oh, NFL. Okay, great. For I'll you, be tuned just in. Just for you. <laughs> uh Laura Oakman has been at it for a long time yeah uh, almost 30 years uh, i think she's yeah. the third longest uh tenured uh, sideline reporter we were guessing that the other two maybe maybe lisa salters maybe pam oliver i'm not sure but uh laura's been doing it a long time uh she and i go way back and uh she is extremely knowledgeable about the nfl and uh and all things uh announcing all right i'll take over that interview i'll handle it if you don't want to do it i would with love for you to the listen end. to one <laughs> uh that's cool uh looking forward to that coming up next week all right so uh no arch manning in 2023 in max opinion uh september 3rd this will be week one coach florida state and lsu that is a big one and we've talked about it that playing this early will give a chance to the loser of this game to get back in the championship picture but could uh, really set the tone here for big years for these two two teams. Yeah, and the team that loses is not uh, out of it, but uh, the team that loses does have a little bit of a hole to dig out of. Two weeks later, Florida State has to go to Clemson, so they have two games in three weeks that could decide their whole season. LSU plays in the SEC West, which I think is the most interesting division in college football this year with between LSU, Texas A&M, Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas, um, you know, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Uh, you know, I think that's incredibly tough so lsu really doesn't have a a lot of room for error and they're the team that a whole lot of people pick to win the west number three on this list ohio state and notre dame in years past i would just say ohio state wins by 40 but i don't know are you you're not interested or you think it'll be one-sided or what yeah i don't think it's a i don't think it's a it's a big name game right that but but that's it it's a big television audience game uh and then they're throwing in notre dame with clemson which Mm -hmm. is kind of a I don't, nah. yeah. 
Washington at Michigan State. Nah. Is Sparty that relevant? No, but if uh, if they get your quarterback play, they may be better than people think. But they're at the very best, the fourth best team in the league, and and that's optimistic. All right, I'm going to take the overrated, getting too much attention, South Carolina Gamecocks to beat North Carolina September 2nd in Charlotte. You know, everybody is picking South Carolina. Dang it. You know, and it That's all depends. Good. It all depends on Rattler. If he, if he plays like he did against Tennessee and Clemson, they win the game. If he doesn't, uh, you know, Drake May, two of the two of the two dark horse Heisman candidates in the opening week in Charlotte. That's a really fun game. Yeah, uh, and that will be going on. That's a uh, night game on that Saturday night, I believe. Uh, Utah at Baylor. Hmm. Oh hum. Okay nothing uh, interesting you there florida at utah one of the only reasons that's important or, or big is because it's on it's next thursday so it'll be like the headline well, game i mean it was a great game last year uh florida might be it. better than people expect utah's back-to-back pac-12 champions uh can they win the final year of the pac-12 or is this the final year of the pac-12 the big question in that game is cam rising going to play he's coming off surgery after the bowl game last year I'm looking up week one college football lines because this next game on my list, I'm thinking, is going to be heavily favored by one side. And I'll find it momentarily, but it's West Virginia at Penn State. I don't think the line is as big as you think it is. Okay. Well, let me see if I can find it. Uh, because is West Virginia bringing something to the table this year, Coach? I don't think so. Um, you know, I like Coach Brown, but uh, I don't. I don't think they're going to be that good. And Penn State, I think, is going to be very good. Matter of fact, one of the names that I would throw out there as a dark horse, if they have, if they can beat Ohio State and or Michigan, uh, and possibly play for the Big Ten championship, uh, Drew Aller is a guy that no one knows right now who could be in the mix for the Heisman. Okay. Well, that what you're saying is why. I would think Penn State uh, would be favored by a lot in that game. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the line is, but I know a lot of people are talking that you know West Virginia has a chance to play well, but I, oh, I yeah. don't think so. 19 and a half. Oh, that's bigger than I thought. Right, yeah, 20, up to 20 and a half. So um, it's a lot of points, but yeah, uh, give me the Nittany lines. That's coming up on September 2nd. Uh, September 9th, this is uh, it's a good thing it's early. If it was last year, people would have freaked out. Texas A&M and Miami. Or maybe they did play last year. I don't know. But uh, A&M and Miami, They did play last year. Okay, yeah. Two really uh, underachieving teams. teams. And and both of them have a chance. They're on the annual list of are they back. Texas, Nebraska, Texas A&M, Miami, even Florida State has been on that list. Is Colorado, can we say, are they back? No. Were they ever here? No, 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 no. UCF at Boise State is on this list. Why? Why? Just throw it out there, throw them a bone. Minnesota at North Carolina. Why? Oregon at Texas Tech. Uh, that sounds fun. Maybe maybe, a, maybe an underrated game. Texas Tech. A lot of people really like Texas Tech. A lot of people back, and uh, Coach did a good job that first year. They're kind of the dark horse in the Big 12. And that is the uh, list that they have, best non-conference games. You, you and I can spend five minutes and find a better list. <laughs> Marshall at East Carolina. There Give me go. that one. There you go. Uh, Jansen said UNC is a Division Two team outside of Drake May. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> they had a Division II defense for a few years, but I, I think I think North Carolina, with the way their schedule falls, uh, they, they've got a couple key games, but they could they could be in the mix in the ACC. All right. Uh, Russ says, why is ECU versus App not on this list? Well, because you've got ECU and App. App was 6-6 six and six last year. I'm really looking forward to that game. That's going to be a lot of fun. The number one attendance team in America, 112%. What was the stat you had, Coach, before the show about sellouts? 14 teams sold out every single game. App led with percentage of attendance at 112% on the season of capacity. Man, and it's going to be a packed house for that ECU game. I wonder how many teams sold out uh, all of their home games was it 2022 so let's say 1992 i wonder what that number was i don't know we need to find that out i'm guessing a lot higher like i don't, the, I don't think so really no i mean hasn't overall attendance dropped yeah but on the on the on the upper end i mean the the teams that are in that alabama and yeah. georgia and oklahoma and texas the teams that are on that list uh Baylor, Utah, uh, Iowa, you know, the, most of the most of those yeah. teams are, are teams that have always done well. Yeah, fair enough. All right, um, what do you want to do? Run through some conferences real quick? We can do that. What are your what are you oh, looking story forward lines. to? What are your what are your top storylines of the year? If Bama is Does, do the Commanders change their name? Are we talking NFL? I'd love to talk NFL. Please I, can I? Please no. Um is Bama really is is the era of dominance over? I think is a big storyline because okay. I hear that. Is that a bigger storyline than Georgia possibly three peating? In the grand scheme of things, yes, and almost they go hand in hand. I think they they might. Who was the last team to three peat? I don't know. College football's never had a championship, so nobody. Well, they still have had. They still have. They still have had an national uh, championship. Notre Dame in the forties. Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> um, Minnesota win. Okay, so Alabama in the forties. Yeah, in the forties. So Alabama. Uh, that's that's your number one story. Where does uh, where does the possibility of a back to back Heisman fit in your storylines? Yeah, not interested, but it's cool. Both of the things you're saying are cool. Georgia three-peat and back-to-back Heismans. Um, Big-time stories, yeah. Is it weird the Heisman doesn't matter anymore? Why do you say that? The title matters more. Has Playoffs. it not always been that way? Uh, it depends on your pers- who you I mean, ask. I, maybe when we were kids and we were more like into players versus teams i felt like the heisman was a bigger deal back then but then again i feel like the home run derby and there was a lot of things i thought were really cool as a kid that i don't right. think is cool yeah. now yeah i mean i guess the heisman's one of those things it just seems to have lost its luster in the world of college football where the presentation is is much bigger for obviously for the for the team because of the playoff now and yeah, and that, all that. that that's true that's the money maker that's what matters it's not the new york city athletic club or whatever it is that that has this event yeah you i know, don't think i don't think the 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 heisman being um uh, diminished takes away from the the achievement that it would be to win it back to back it's a small I, list i watched uh the archie griffin 
Right. right. <laughs> you can't even call it a list. It's not a list. It's, it's a bullet point. I uh, watched that Johnny Doc and didn't. So he was the only. Is he the only freshman to win it? Yeah. That's crazy. That would be. A I forgot line. that he was a freshman until I watched that documentary. I was like, man, I, I forgot he won this as a true freshman at Texas A&M. Give me a freshman but, that can win it, Coach. Oh gosh, uh, the the guy that just got named the starting quarterback at uh, Arizona State. At Arizona State. All right, there you go, Rashada. Uh, the if freshman, it, the, the freshman at UCLA might have a chance. You've you know, you got to be on a team that has a chance to be in the playoffs. Right. So, you know what would be interesting to me, and I think we talked about this: a non-quarterback winning a Heisman. I was about to say there's in the odds there is one non-quarterback in the top 15 odds and that's the uh um, wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. um but you know it was interesting that Blake Corm or Donovan Edwards for for Michigan neither one but of course they're going to share the ball so and neither one of them is going to have incredible numbers even though they might be incredible players you would almost have to be a defensive lineman like a real game changer as far as like in the pass rush to put up the splashy type sack numbers that you would need Jadavion Clowney was a candidate I believe and Dominican Sue like you would have to do those types of Will things. Anderson you know was a year ago you know he just yeah. had a mediocre year but uh but on a great team a great defensive lineman maybe uh maybe I think Matthew great. was up there when he played you just have LSU. to be a game changer yeah, yeah it's either interceptions or sacks or whatever you have just have to be a total game changer wrecker on on defense to stand out uh jansen says clip coach of the former aac teams now in the big 12 who's going to have the worst season this year houston ucf cincy i would say just because new coach uh cincinnati although i i'd love to see dana fail uh, houston that's mean of me to say that ain't nice a lot of people feel that way I but houston lost tune they lost clayton they lost Teen clayton Teen. and dale tank dale their wide receiver dude they don't got a dale a reference to something uh i'll go cincinnati <laughs> i'll go houston because if they get beaten their first game against utsa uh that that could send things south down there it always seems like they're going south if you watch a houston game and they're like losing dana's like seven hairs are you flying think the offense was bad he, he looks like he's points. had about 16 of the 24 beers in this case <laughs> and it just he's like cussing he's cussing at the crowd and but somehow they like win eight games and he's okay it's crazy to me and i feel like he's he did that mostly against east carolina it seemed like he was always fired up he's no, every, every game is that, I rem- oh it is every game but i remember job. yeah he's but he's like after crazy. the the fifth quarter the fifth quarter calling shows about callers talk about dana hogan well saying, he didn't do it last year against east carolina no he did because they were up by 78 points at halftime all right wrapping it up what you got coach last question of these teams who is going to have the most surprisingly good year and and there are different uh levels of good here because some are uh texas nebraska miami fsu clemson or texas a&m relative to where they're picked who's going to do the best out of that group texas nebraska miami fsu clemson and texas a&m Oh, uh, so you're saying relative so like fsu's picked top 10 so for them to have a good year they'd have to go 10 and 2 at least i'm actually excited to see what matt rule does at nebraska this year Let's i think see. they got a chance to be better in there just to see them. what kind of turnaround what quick turnaround they're big be. game to start with against minnesota is anybody saying a&m are they top 25 preseason no they're not no 
I think they very well could, could be. I, could I think they could be there. a top ten team if everything. They're going to do right. the reverse from last year. I think they could. <laughs> I think they could. Um, I don't want to just name every team. I'd love to give you an answer. And Clemson, of course, that them being them outperforming would be back in the playoff. Right. They've been in six out of the nine, but they've missed two in a row. I, admittedly, I don't know a lot about what Jimbo has, but I could see them completely crumbling last year and bouncing back this year while nobody is talking about them so i'll go a and m a and m is they're like a bigger version of dana dana in in houston <laughs> jimbo wow. i mean jimbo's it all just, is like crumbling apart yeah, jimbo's but just still... in constant disarray <laughs> <laughs> more money than anybody in college football and just in you would think Look. that the dude makes 30k a year and <laughs> lives in a trailer he's the clip rock of coaches <laughs> more money more problems <laughs> coach mac enjoyed it uh looking forward to breaking down week one with you next week we can talk about games that's gonna be fun that'll be neat we got through the off season oh molly's giving me the clock let's take a break sorry we got a new producer today molly that's on the producer not me let's take a break come back the mully man mike mullis chandler was a joke man you can't take jokes i know you were shaking you were you look really sad when i said that it's just a joke i know all right buddy we'll uh take a break come back have more for you after this Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Are you an outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. Mm. Welcome back to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday, gearing up for week zero of the college football season. Pirates and Wolverines. What's the official day count now, Chandler? Doing do some math. 11. On the David Price construction countdown to kickoff 11, which means we are nine away from the Pirate Radio Football party. Kickoff Party, uh, which you can still get tickets at PR927FM.com. Just 10 bucks to see chairman of the board and to party with all of your favorite Pirate fans. Uh, looking forward to that coming up next Thursday, August 31st, 7 o'clock at the State Theater. Mike Mullis might be there. Hey, oh, Molly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You going? Hey buddy. Yeah, of course. Will that not interfere with any football or anything going on? We're all good. No, we're working through it. All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. You doing good? Yeah, good. How about you? You excited uh, about this time of the year? Oh, always. Yeah. Congratulations on the big win. Thank you. Yeah, man. That's incredible. That was a great I win. I can't believe they celebrate like that for a preseason game. But Are you being sincere? 
I mean, if I said it, I'm sincere. That, okay. Remember, I'll remember you said that. So you think they shouldn't have celebrated after a preseason win? No, I just was surprised at the level of celebration. At the level of celebration? Mm. Well, what should they have done, Mully? Well, I don't know. Act like they've been there, but they haven't. So with all that being said, uh, you know, you know, party like it's 1999. Well, what? <laughs> Okay, it's just too easy with you. What's the uh, what's the logo? I'd like your... to have a real conversation with you what's sometime the, uh, in my life. What's the logo on the shirt? Uh, Swansea City okay, Soccer Club. Soccer Club in uh, Wales. Beautiful Wales. They suck. They're not any good. But uh, for one or two years, I really enjoyed watching them play in the Premier League. How about George Love? All of a sudden, that's what I wanted to ask you about. But what is? What do you mean? How about him? I mean, he looks like uh, better than i way, okay way now, better than i thought does he uh, i was gonna bring this up with you today i feel like i haven't heard much about jordan love and, right and i have not been paying attention to what he's been doing but yeah so are you like starting to get a little bit like, maybe excited i'm i'm at least curious <laughs> okay if we make a uh, mully scale you've gone from yeah. not interested yeah. Uh, you're you're on the curious. I'm engaged. I'm engaged at least at this point. Excitement <laughs> time. No, he's not there yet. He's he's slowly going up. Uh, okay, all right. I, I mean, like I, that. yeah. Because so I heard fun. a discussion today on Pick Central, a show that I watch usually daily, and they were talking about who improved, who got worse, and who stayed the same at quarterback this year. And I'm going to say the Commanders. And this is just a prediction at this point. We don't know. I'm going to say they improved at the quarterback position with Sam Howell over Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's all pretty much. I'm Namely because the other guy's Carson Wentz. Yeah, but you know, Carson Wentz rode off to the bank laughing. I mean, he he made a lot of money over all these changes and whatever else. Great. No. Good for him. Yeah. He sucks. <clears throat> well, uh, you know, uh, we don't know that your guy's going to be good. Exactly. So we it's, don't. You know, it's kind of a crapshoot. But, I, but, uh, but Jordan the, Love did look much better. The discu- I, you know, I don't. It's, it wasn't a very high bar. The discussion I heard Mully said which took me off guard that the Packers might have improvement at quarterback this year. Yeah, I I, I don't think they went south. I mean, and, Rogers, is that saying more about Rodgers? Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. Now, but it'll be very interesting. At the same time, he, the Jets majorly improved at quarterback with Aaron Rodgers. Theoretically. Yeah. I, and I don't think he'll play like he played last year. And he's, you know, obviously have a little bit more around him, so that'll help him. But, no, I... I I'm kind of cautiously optimistic as it relates to love. Jordan, that is. All you need is love. That's well. That's, yeah. Some say. Uh, Mike P says, not surprised at all that Molly hates seeing happiness. Yep. Hates seeing happiness? Yeah. Hmm. You don't like seeing guys celebrating, having fun? Was that supposed to be funny? No, I think he's being sincere. Because if Molly says something, he's sincere. I don't think I ever said I don't like happiness. And I don't think I said that they shouldn't celebrate. <laughs> I think I just said I was kind of surprised at the level of celebration. But I'll also say teams that don't know how to win sometimes have to practice winning. So that was a great opportunity Which for them. Which is why I loved last night. Yeah, great. It's awesome. I, yeah. I, and they'll probably do it five or six more times this year. You do the high pitch thing too, I notice. That that's nowhere close <laughs> when you do it every dog in the neighborhood's howling i was howling last night watching sam slinging around i'll tell you that yeah good i'm getting excited molly that's time. 
That's good. What's the uh, big game for this weekend? What What are you looking forward to? Of what is it? Six games? There isn't one. It's not much, is it? Um, Maybe Notre Dame. Mm, no. Nah. What time are they? Notre they Dame they're in Dublin. Them. What time are they playing that game? Two thirty Eastern. NBC. Uh, best game. FIU. I need to look at some lines. FIU. Louisiana Tech. Ohio, San Diego State might be the most competitive game. So you being a guy that uh, enjoys a friendly wager, here's a guy. What, what um, I understand from the, from the, the experts in the field that this is the time of the year, like the first few weeks, both in college and NFL football, where you get your greatest. It, it's it's in the betters' favor if there is a that time. is true. Yeah, and uh, I think a lot of that. I think of a game this weekend. Hawaii at Vanderbilt last year when they played at Hawaii, the 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 sharps were uh, all over Vandy, saying this line should be way more than it is, and Vanderbilt crushed them. So yeah, you get examples like that. We'll talk to uh, Jeff Nadeau and Wager McGee later in the week, and because I think that's a good point, Molly. Now I'm not an expert on it. I just like kind of following and having fun with it. But you're right. Uh, this is a good time before Vegas gets to know these teams where you can have somebody on the inside or either a strong opinion where you can have an advantage. Yeah. It, 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 did I read something the other day where Vandy's doing some like significant stadium renovations? Yes. And it looks and like a zones. bomb went off and they're like nowhere. It looks like they're nowhere close to be able to play a game there. And I, I, I know they open up on the road, but then they go home game No, no, two. no. No, no. They're playing oh, this oh, weekend. Oh, at, at, at Vandy. Yeah. Oh, well, I knew they played this weekend. I thought Without an end zone. Wow. That's what did Max say? 29, 24, somewhere 1,000 is what they can have right now with the construction going wow. on. So, uh, well, they draw more than that anyway. I mean, it is Vandy football. Uh, he Max said that uh, it should be close to capacity, that they'll get at least that many people in there to see Hawaii 20, this week. 28? Yeah, 28,000. Uh, by the way, most competitive game, um, as far as the lines go, Mully, would be San Diego State, Ohio. So that's Saturday night, 7 o'clock. If you're at home, it'll be something grilling. to watch. Yeah, yeah, it'll be something to watch. And that is, uh, let's see, CBS Sports Network, I believe. So, uh, yeah, you can check that one out coming up. Unless you have, uh, what, DirecTV and whatever else is cut cut CBS. I don't know if they're close to getting their stuff worked out. Fox Sports 1, by the way. That would be... Uh, you know, have you seen that where like CBS, you, you can't again Directv, you can't watch it. I don't know what other outlets, but um, that's a problem going into the NFL season. I was talking to BB; he mm-hmm. can't watch himself. How about that? <laughs> I can watch Brian Bailey, and he can't watch himself. Wow, that's sad. Sad times. All right, so week zero coming up, Molly. Um, let's get your temperature on East Carolina football. Mm-hmm. What kind of season, I, man? I, you know what? I, I it's. I think it's uh, it's either like, and you hate to feel this way, like going into it, but I don't know what he six wins, seven wins, maybe is that yeah, possible? And I'm okay with that. And uh, then some I, but then I think it could easily be five wins. I mean, I think it's somewhere in that range. Well, five the to total's seven. five and a half. So I think you're right five, I think five to seven is kind of. I think seven may be a bit optimistic. I, again, we don't know. They're still working through personnel. They're still trying to figure out. Uh, you know, again, who's going to run out there? So many changes on the roster this year. Uh, lots of new faces. Um, so, I, it, and again, you, you, you know, you're going into Michigan, and, and I mean, it's obviously been documented uh, very well in the community. And, you know, now Harbaugh is going to sit out. Is that the biggest story of that game? I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know, but 
you just hope come away with with some positives from that game and build on that and and, and I know your your theory on the Marshall game uh, being critical Monster. is a huge game. Uh, so I you know it's um, I, I don't know it's gonna I think it's gonna be an interesting team to watch. I think it's gonna be uh, indicative of, of what you're seeing across college football with in college athletics with the portal. I, I tell you something I saw last week, man. I think it's amazing. You would see Charlotte baseball. Take a guess at how many guys they brought in. Did I send that to you by chance? Uh, we talked about it. Oh, did thirty-one but, dudes. So, okay. Well, well, let's let's do the ECU number. If they had what was it like seventeen or eighteen? Yeah, seventeen. And then seventeen freshmen, and then some some, some portals. We'll put them in the low twenties. Let's say. No. So, that, and I think that number is high. It is. That's a high number. But I think but that's Charlotte, be the normal number now going forward. Maybe ECU's on the low end because Charlotte, you said, is in the 30s. 31 with 19 transfers. My first question was how many are on a freaking roster? Yeah, I, I, they're changing the roster limits this year. I can't remember what they're Is it in the 40s? I think, no, I think it's 32, 3, something like that. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so. So they turned over their whole roster. <laughs> yeah. An yeah. entirely new team. They had five guys drafted, four guys drafted, something like that. So, yeah, I guess they, you know, just made a lot of moves. But, but you know, as that relates back to the discussion to East Carolina football, you, a lot of new faces, a lot of new bodies, guys coming from different places. Players that were here one year now, they're a little more acclimated and settled into the system. And, you know, obviously still making some. Uh, some moves on the offensive line that you guys have uh, have talked about. So I mean, that's a that's a question mark. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, who knows? You uh, do have the traditional stories, Mully, and I'll I'll highlight a couple guys on ECU offensive side. Jari Patterson, who not that traditional because he transferred from right. Marshall, right? But has been here in the program and has worked his tail off. Mike Houston uh, honored him with a scholarship after Saturday's practice and just talked about how much he's bought in and and put his nose down and, and played hard and, and hopefully can earn it and get on the field. Uh, the other guy who, who has gone the full traditional route is Taylor Jackson, a linebacker for East Carolina. And it was cool hearing from Taylor. And just play the first uh, – first few seconds of that taylor jackson chandler if you can pull that up because he talked about all the linebackers he's played behind in his career at east carolina and now it's finally his time uh taylor blake harrell had some awesome things to say about you i think earlier this week just about how you've come along you've kind of taken over as the leader in that room how about your, your growth here uh, it's been a great growth great experience just playing i have awesome guys to learn from I had Bruce Bivens, Aaron Ramsey, Milesbury, Xavier Smith. Like I can just keep going. So it's just it was great guys to learn from, learn from their mistakes, learn from good things also. And just I feel as though it's my time to lead, and I'm leading the guys the right way. So that we're like celebrating this when that's how it always has been right. before. You know, he's he's waited his turn, uh, played behind guys, Mully and Blake Harrell said now he's the, the lead dog in the room. You know what or not, as it relates to the scholarship situation, and every time I hear that, I go, you know what? Getting a scholarship out of high school is like, a, it's a great deal. It's a, it's a big, but to have put in the true blood, sweat, blood, sweat and tears uh, at, the, at the college level and to be awarded that scholarship almost out of the blue i mean what a what a great feeling that's got to be for for the family for the player obviously the the team uh was was super fired up for him so but yeah i I mean i I always kind of wonder like which one's sweeter you know and i it's probably situationally but i I would think to to be awarded that scholarship into your career would be a cool deal yeah um 
we got some non-football questions uh coming in including we hadn't really talked about this jamie says the wander franco issues for the rays could sink them now and foreseeable future agree or disagree uh, I, I think, think the, one I think, player is going to sink. Well, no, and I think there's a, there'll be enough um, there'll be enough litigation to take place if if depending on how the the MLB kind of ends up ruling on that, and it certainly doesn't look good for Wander. Um, he's uh, you know they'll probably get out of some of the money they owe him, and that would be obviously the way that I think you would see him see him sunk. I I don't know. Is this this is obviously a little more egregious or maybe much more egregious than the Bauer issue kind of in the same vein. Uh, but do you see Wander Franco show up uh, overseas playing for a Japanese team? I mean, right. I, you know, I just, I, you know, but um, I know I was talking to a buddy of mine who has has kind of always tracked baseball cards and apparently Wander Franco's was a super hot commodity at one point and now uh, obviously they can't give them away. So, uh, yeah, I mean it's detrimental to that to that team. That was a, uh, I mean he was a, he was a guy that you look to for the future for sure. That card thing's crazy, and it's it's probably been kind of always this way. But back when I was really big into collecting cards in the '90s, there was no internet and eBay and all this stuff, so I don't think things moved as fast. But like I've got buddies that do it now, and if trying to think of an example like uh like gavin williams i guess like if he has two good starts in a row and maybe he's not the best example because you're still waiting for him but a guy i don't know austin riley or one of those guys has a big weekend or something and the cards value shoots up and yeah. you you sell them off it's like do you do i get rid of them now or do is he gonna get get even better it kind of thing and you it's remember crazy. you remember when the whole card thing like died like when yeah. it was nothing and then now I mean, all the way to the card breaks for Pokemon cards, where my kids watch this stuff a lot, and there are people paying just a tremendous amount of money for the, you know, for these pristine card packs, be it sports cards or whatever. But uh, matter of fact, there's a, a little documentary on Netflix about yeah. the, the the collector, whatever his name is. And Remember, they were looking for that LeBron card. Yeah, it was crazy, or and they, yeah, yeah they, you know. So yeah, no, I, 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 it's not something that I've. I had a a box set of like 1984 tops cards that I never even opened uh, and found them some years back and literally gave them to a kid. I don't, and I may have given away, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I may have given away a million bucks. I don't know, but, but it was never something that I enjoyed playing the game. I didn't really enjoy like, you know, reading the stats. And I would get it for the really crappy bubble gum. You know, it's the worst bubble gum oh, in the world goodness. back when you, yeah. you know, back when you could get bubble gum in a pack of cards. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's a market that has certainly come back on the scene and, uh, a lot of people way smarter than you or I are making uh, a lot of money b- d- delving into it. Steve says you got to get two uh, of the cards, the same cards. So you can sell one and hold one. There you go. There's a strategy. So uh, you got to double down, get the duplicates. Mike Mullis hanging out inside the Pirate Radio Studios. MLB uh, storylines right now, Mully. And I think you've said this and others have as well. Sure, it's easy to like say the Braves are going to win the World Series, but there's a lot of Phillies backers yeah. out there right now, and uh, they're playing pretty well. I don't know if you remember, and I was thinking about this the other night watching my favorite game of the year is that uh, Little League Big League game. Um, you know, looking at Bryce Harper and his maturation, you know, when he first came to the league, and I, you and I had the conversation, and I said he'll never win, he'll never be on a team that he wins a World Series until later in his career when he's a role player. Now, I think he's more than a role player for them, don't get me wrong, but the age has provided the maturity to give him a chance to be a huge 
and this sounds so weird, but to be a huge part of that team from a leadership standpoint. Uh, look, I think the job he's done at first base is incredible. I mean, it just kind of shows you his athleticism. Uh, but you know, they, they're good. I mean, they're that that it is not a foregone conclusion that the Braves will walk into the barn with this thing. They're you know, the, the, you got you got they're going to have some heat out there. And just as 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 fun as it is to watch the success of, and I do, I, I, I like watching the Braves have success and. Um, but man, the Yankees—it's almost just as much fun to watch them flounder. And I—I'm I, not saying that to to tick off any Yankees fans because I know they've got a passionate fan base. But it's just you know, it's they are the evil empire and have been forever. And uh, I, I think Boone is probably coaching, uh, managing his last games there. Uh, and I think you probably see a complete overhaul. You got to think a complete New York overhaul, Boone and Buck. No, right, yeah. Been. And it would be interesting to see if. Uh, you know who who makes the play for Otani? I don't know if you saw that valuation that somebody put out for him it was like seven hundred ninety million dollars over twelve years was what they were saying his value would be on the market. So, be interested to see where he lands or if anybody's willing to pay him that money over that over that amount of time. And obviously, if somebody is willing to do it, it limits it down to about five teams. I feel like so many things are just out there now that it's just not it's like when i was a kid i thought notre dame football they had their own network i just thought notre dame playing on a saturday was special and like yeah when lee begden from west oh, uh, yeah. craven went i thought uh, that was like the coolest thing in the world now it's just another game but i felt that way about like the yankees manager spot oh no it was the, one of the premier spots in all of sport when was it Steinbrenner on a horse on Sports Illustrated or was it Showalter? But anyway, and then when Tory took over and, and started winning, it was just such a big deal that who was the Yankees manager. And now, is it a big, like, are they going to make a big deal about it? And are they going to just bring in another former player? Or who is it going to, you know? I, I, and I, the, the, the former player path is not proven to be very fruitful. And so I don't, you know, I don't know if, and, and I don't mean that from a, I mean that from the standpoint of somebody that had no manager, managerial experience and all of a sudden is given the job. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know that the Yankees can, can afford to do that again. I don't know where they go to get their next one. Uh, you know, it'd be kind of cool to see the dude who coaches first base for the Dodgers uh, being the, the Yankees. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in some discussions. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, you know, but, but is I. Is he in the discussion for the Mets? I think he's been in the discussion for lots of jobs yeah. that it just hasn't. You know, hasn't quite panned out. But specifically that Mitch job, right? Yes, very much so. And I don't know if it's one of the deals where, I mean, for him, is this kind of like in football where you got to be the uh, offense coordinator or defense coordinator to really be the guy that gets the shot? You know, so does he have to go over to third base and, uh, you know, kind of run the offense? I, I don't know. I would, he's, everywhere Clayton's been, he's done nothing but be a, you know, a successful part of the program that, you know that he's been with or the team the organization that he's been with and you know he's been manager of the year a couple of times in the minor league so you got to think he's got a shot is that a job and is that your first managerial job though is that you know that would be um that would be that would be a little intimidating here's what the yankees need to do you want to be the evil empire you want to win they need to show who's boss and bring brandon hyde in from baltimore or kevin cash from the Rays and say this is what we do we're buying your guy because we're the freaking yankees right well i say go all in and do that it well it, it, it would would it surprise you if they did either one no i mean that is a yankee move do it that is a yankee move then you just have the orioles uh owner coming out saying we're gonna have to raise prices if we're gonna pay our players yeah boy the orioles are really trying to ruin this no, great no, no. season it's, it's not the orioles trying to do it 
I, I it's mean, the ownership. Sure. That, what exactly? What is he thinking? I mean, it, it is like, hey, man, we got a great product on the field. They're exciting to watch play, full of good young talent. I mean, the, the sky's the limit. You got to feel like they're going to be good for years. And the manager just can't, I mean, the, the owner can't help but to let the air out of the balloon. Every chance he gets, he's just. Hey, we're going to we're gonna crazy. suspend the announcer. We're going to raise beer prices. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, it, it makes no sense. Nah, uh, brutal stuff. All right, Molly. Thanks for hanging out yeah, with man, us. Yeah, man. Anything we missed? Uh, yeah, well, I'm, JP2, football week one went yeah, well. Yeah, went one. They got a dub, so moving on. Yeah. Uh, surviving advance. That's right. Yeah, it's long season. Where are they at this week? Uh, Lawrence Academy. On the road? Yeah. All right. Road game coming up. Looking forward to week two of the high school football season. Morgan Aylers will preview it all coming up Friday on the high school huddle, and then we'll have live coverage of D.H. Conley football as they take on Washington. All right, Mully man, we'll talk to you. Yep. There he is, Mike Mullis, joining us. We'll take a break, come back, have more for you, Hour 1. We'll have our Fleet Feet Rundown when we return, talk a little more preseason action and more when we're back with you after these words. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Your vehicle is a big part of your life. That's why you should trust the team at Greenville Auto World for all the things automotive. Greenville Auto World is now under new ownership by the Cook Management Group, but still believes in fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right. Tommy Cook and his team now have five dealerships in eastern North Carolina with a fully stocked inventory of SUVs, trucks, and cars. For sales or service, visit Greenville Auto World on Highway 43 or GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. Pirates supporting pirates. And by the way, folks, this weekend, it is ECU weekend at the Wood Ducks on Friday. The first 1,000 fans will receive an ECU and Wood Ducks themed hat. The first pitch for Friday night is scheduled for 7 o'clock. And then on Saturday, there will be an ECU Wood Ducks themed jersey giveaway. To the, one, to the first 1,000 fans, that first pitch is scheduled for 5 o'clock. The gates open an hour before first pitch. So get your tickets to go, get your tickets online at woodducksbaseball.com or at the box office the day of the game. Come have a Pirate Field weekend with the Wood Ducks. Go Woodies. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clint Brock. All right. Welcome back. Glenn, I told uh, Chandler that I'm not going to throw away any paper during the football season. So by the end of football season, I want my stack to be like... You're a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> yes. You got this huge docket. So right now I'm rolling with... I think I'm above 10. I'm at about 11 sheets of paper. Man. I want to get to... See if I can get to like 55. I like it. 50. 72. Super big number. 76. Something like that. Uh, right now, though, I want to get to our Fleet Feet Rundown. Brought to you by Fleet Feet, locally owned and operated by ECU alum Chris Lunyon. 
Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. And they got the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including the 3D foot scanner that measures your arch height width and more. You can go see them 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. Uh, <laughs> as i look at the rundown today we'll see if we can get to all the topics uh keaton mitchell is a topic watched him last night against my manders and you know what he looked like he looked like keaton mitchell yeah he looked just keaton like mitchell translates to the nfl because he, he has top in world-class speed speed Written that, that uh, delay handoff. All the delayed handoff got out there. As soon, I, I bet every time, every time, I know I have a feeling he's going to be in the game. I always see if he's in. Saw he was in. I saw the delayed handoff coming from a mile away. I said they're about to hand this off to Keaton. And as soon as I saw the right side, I was like, "Yeah, he's going to get by these two guys at the line, and he's going to take off." And sure enough, he shut off that speed that we saw so many times here at East Carolina. Uh, if he gets maybe a better block there on the sideline, he could break loose. Uh, but his acceleration is just absolutely insane, and it's starting to be noticed, not just by the team that he's trying to make, the Baltimore Ravens, but it's starting to, I think, be noticed by a lot of people. Uh, you, you, If you just search up yeah, if you yeah. look up Keaton Mitchell, like if you look in the search bar on Twitter, or X I should say now, there's going to be so many posts about Keith Mitchell that pop up, and then a lot of them are, majority of them, 95% of them are going to be positive about how great this dude is at playing football, at how great this is, at how great this dude is at running the football. I mean, he was able to do it last night in front of Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, and I think they're going to remember the name Keith Mitchell. And unfortunately, uh, he did have that, which I'm so glad to say today, it was just a stinger. Um, but he he did leave the game early, which I, it stinks because I really wanted to see him get into the end zone, which he has done before this preseason, but it got called back due to a holding. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's really putting a stamp uh, on the roster spot with his name on it. I think so. ECU fan uh, Cam Yarborough had tweeted that it was uh, he was not going to make the team yeah, now because that. it was a broken clavicle or a separated shoulder. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that tweet has been deleted. Yeah. Cam, you're the worst tweeter, man. Yeah. You are the worst. <laughs> he I hope to hear from you on the fifth quarter, but you are a terrible tweeter. Yeah. I was really hoping Big Deleter. He was, takes tweeting too seriously. <laughs> he does. And then he deletes it after it's yeah. Yeah. Oh, it frustrates me. Um No, but like I mean, I was ready for Keaton to come back in and break off like a sixty yard touchdown run. And then, like, quote tweet him and be like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? One carry, 31 yards, one catch, six yards for Keaton Mitchell. And the kick returns, I don't know if he had one. I think they were all touchbacks. Nope, one for 28. And that was where he got hurt, I believe. Oh, yeah. Doy. Doy. I got an egg on my face. One kick return. So, uh, Jamie says, why not more runs? Well, part of it is because... Just like East Carolina, they have they so hurt. many running backs in their... In their... Well, you got to give the ball to old-ass Melvin Gordon. God, watching get a, rid of him. Watching a Keaton Mitchell run followed by a Melvin Gordon run, I was trying to think of a good analogy for it. Uh, Calvin Ridley versus Say Jones. Have That's like watching video? Usain Bolt uh, run to the mailbox and then watching your grandma It is an the old mailbox. mare versus a thoroughbred. Yeah. You know, it's... 
No, it's just not close, Jack. It's just uh, get rid of him. I mean, but now Melvin, Melvin Gordon did have a couple of great runs last night. But, like, Keaton Mitchell, man, is going to do so much for you. I mean, I think they should keep him solely because of kickoff returns. I mean, he can put them in great positions to start the game. or I mean, and, and maybe that changes the way of, like, how they easily let a kick go into the end zone for a touchback. With Keaton Mitchell, why not go up there and catch it five, six yards into the end zone and see what he can do? So keep him just solely for that if you want. Heck, keep him because he's a great running back with top-notch speed. Who are you talking to? The Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Get him on the line. Good, great. Hold on. Hello, is this Mr. Raven? Is this Edgar? Is this Ozzy? Um, I have a man who needs to speak with you, Chandler Honeycutt. Chandler, we're putting you through. Go ahead. Um, yeah, what you need to do is keep Keaton Mitchell. If you keep or if you cut Keaton Mitchell, and especially if you keep that old man Melvin Gordon, that fumbling goof, you have no soul. You're an idiot if you don't keep Keaton Mitchell. You have no soul? How do you look at a guy that can run like he can and say, nah, we're good. We're not going to keep him. Here's the thing. Here's the thing you should do. Keep Keaton Mitchell. Sir, sir, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me. You said your name was Ch- Chandler Honeycutt. And Wait, write that down. Were you a long snapper in high I school? I was a former long snapper. <laughs> yes, I was. I knew I recognized Here, your name. I'm a former long snapper, so I love talking about this. All right. Uh, Keaton Mitchell looked good last night. Commanders win. Uh, Sam Howell looked good last night. 19 to 25, two touchdowns. No pun intended, but he looked in command. Huh. I like that uh my heart my soul terry mclaurin went down with an injury looks like a toe injury a two a two he's very hard to (laughs) yeah that hurt too to get punched in the nose so hopefully nothing serious could be one of them lingering turf toe deals which is just a total bummer i want to say pierre garçon pierre garçon had that injury in 2012 and had a great year but was gimpy kind of in and out and you just can't go full bore so really hope that uh terry's okay uh because i'm starting to get excited washington played without their starting d-line and secondary and did not look good defensively for most of the night uh but sam howell and company were able to move the ball so uh i'm excited looking forward to see what they can do you know what i'm excited about excitement time what uh the party next thursday and being able to wear one of those shirts that's on the table as am i um and these shirts are available exclusively steve says garcon had a list frank injury right steve i don't know just tell me you don't have to question just say he had this Available exclusively at the Pirate Radio Party, August 31st. These awesome comfort color shirts and 100% of the sales will go to the Jeff Charles Scholarship at ECU. Uh, We are painting it purple on the front. We got the voice on the back. They are sweet and available at the Pirate Radio Football Kickoff Party. For how much? Um, yeah. That's a good question. I don't know either. Allerby, how much is a shirt? How much is a shirt, Allerby? Ten dollars? Ten bucks! Ten smackers! Ten smackers! Who's that, Jackson? Is that Andrew on the cover? 
Twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. They just went up. Is, is anybody else? Just went up. Do we have another bidder? Twenty bucks. Do we hear twenty-five? Let me hear thirty. You know what? You know what? Forget that. I'm gonna keep it at twenty. Just for you. Twenty. At the Pirate Radio Football Kickoff Party, we're gonna go twenty bucks. Twenty macaroons. Twenty bucks. Who's on that twenty? Uh, Benjamin's on a hundred. George Abraham? is on no. one. Abraham's on five. Link's on a five. Jackson's on the ten. Is Jackson on the ten? Who's on the ten? Who's on the ten? Who's on the twenty? He's at the twenty. He's at the ten. He's at the five. Um, Mike P said he heard Terry's toe fell off and was thrown at Keaton's shoulder. Oh my God! It is Jackson on the twenty. I'm sorry to miss Jackson. Who's on the ten, Glenn? Jackson. Who's on the twenty, Glenn? Oh, I'm sorry. On the twenty, Jackson's on the twenty. Who's on the ten, Glenn? Uh, I'm going to go. Lincoln? No, Lincoln's on the, Lincoln's five. on the five. Thomas Jefferson. Oh, TJ. Is it TJ? Tommy Jeff. Who is on the ten dollar bill? What even a president? Um, Alexander Hamilton is on the ten. What? What? We well, got it. It's a deep pull. Get this out. You get this guy out of here. I wanted to ask uh, you. You know, Chandler has his I was a former loan snapper bit. I'm a former loan snapper. Uh, what from your past would you Cheer, I'm a former loan to repeatedly bring up that you used to do? That's a really good question. Well, we did this one day and you got mad and I thought it was hilarious. I got mad? I got mad? No, Glenn did. I did? Yeah. Why? Because we had all my accolades on the screen. Oh, I did get mad that day. <laughs> yeah. Told but you. Y'all jacked up an interview, though. It was good. It, it was, was one of our favorite shows. It was great. We had such a good time with it. It was so much fun. To the dismay of y'all, y'all were wilding that day. And it was awesome. People loved it. Um, I'm a Madden champion. I'm a former Madden champion. Local Madden champion. Madden champion? How did you win this Madden Chandler champion? Chandler was a local long snapper. What do you think? He snapped for the Niners? I'm just asking you, where did you win this Madden championship? Down the road at uh, EB Games. No way. Electronics Boutique. We might have to set up and see what them sticks are like. Can we play Madden 2003? Oh, I only want to play old games. Okay, all right. I only want to play old stuff. It was the year that, uh, and I played with Washington, and we had uh, like Patrick Ramsey, Trung Candidate. It was not a good team. I think Lavernius Coles was my receiver. Wow. And I, I won it. You won with that? Wait a minute. Is everybody a Madden champion? Steve says Madden champ. Eric says former Madden champion. <laughs> Wait a minute! No, not everybody can be a Madden champion. Maybe they're talking about you. I don't know. Cliff, I think maybe they're talking been. about you because you mentioned. Before, I'm a Madden champion. I'm a former long. Uh, I'm a former Madden. Are you champion. sure you won the title, Cliff? I'm you, positive. Like, did your parents give you a participation trophy as <laughs> a champion? I am positive. I have not played Madden in ages. I would probably suck now. But uh, you're if not we, that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. What was that, Glenn? Like 2003? Were we playing on a PS2? Maybe. Two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if we were up to three. Yet. If we can go back to the PS2, I've uh, heard it like on uh, on a Dreamcast. Oh, NFL 2K. I had a 2K. Yes, yes. I used to love that because me and my buddy would play. It's the best game. It's so much better than Madden. And th- Madden, you couldn't do this, but in this game, this was the first time. My, if you so like my, I'd be quarterback. He'd be receiver, or vice versa. But usually, so he'd be the quarterback. I'd be the receiver. I'd catch a pass, then he'd change to another receiver, and the you could block, block downfield, yes, and you could lay awesome. guys out. Yes, and it was so much fun running down the uh, the field, and you got a blocker who's yes. got your back. It was awesome. Yeah. 
Okay, Eric and Steve were talking about me. Okay, all right. We don't have 20 Madden champions all right. in the chat. All right, I'm cool now. A name that we don't mention on this show said I am also a Madden champion. You're not a Madden You're not champion. a Madden champion. Shut up. You're probably playing like Dark Souls <laughs> some crap. <laughs> loser. <laughs> You're a loser, pal. A loser. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, because when we return, I'm going to ask a very important question to both Chandler and Glenn. Who's your guy, pal? I'm going to see if you can guess mine. I think you should. I already know your defensive guy. Do you have an offensive guy? Yes. All right. Who's their guy for this football season? Last year, I, first of all, Rajay is our guy. A permanent guy. My guy. Permanent he, guy. He's the he's, guy. He's off limits. Off the guy board. But Pro's last year, you know, Isaiah Winstead. Oh, my God. Oh, hey. Oh, my God. Uh, Isaiah Winstead was my guy in years past. Uh, Chandler had Jaira. So who is the guy for 2023 ECU football? I'll ask the big dog and the man of Chan. And you know what? They might ask me. And if they do, I'll have answers ready. Who's your guy for this team? Who's your one guy on this ECU football team? We'll talk about that when we return after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local, print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. I want to go to the Dap House and just dap everybody up. Dap everybody up. But I don't have time because we have to get to our guys for 2023. Chandler, who is your guy for 2023 ECU football? Well, my defensive player, I think majority of the people that listen to this show um, should know. I'm going to go with Taylor Jackson. And I saw a lot of flashes from him last year. I feel like he flies the ball a lot like Jaira Wilson. I used to like Jaira Wilson because of his physicality. It just seemed like he was on every single tackle. He used to force fumbles. He used to try – one of his biggest objectives was to try to get that ball out of the ball carrier's hands. I think that can be kind of like a Taylor Jackson. And I, I didn't even think about this, but this is before I even – picked him uh well this is after i picked him as my my guy defensively but he is a unicorn in college football he does i mean he he stuck around he waited his turn and now it's his time to shine and i believe he's going to this year you were on the ground floor you were on before this uh the talk from blake harrell and all that started coming in so you were uh you were on him early taylor jackson is chandler's defensive player for this year do you have an offensive guy i do have an uh, offensive guy um 
and it's a guy that I've asked about to Mike Houston. Just wanted to hear his thoughts on this guy because it's a guy that we've heard about in the spring. It's a guy we've heard about a lot in the fall. And we've seen in the past Mike Houston is not afraid to put a freshman out there and to tote that rock. And my guy offensively is Javius Bond. Okay, I like him to get a lot of play in action, even when they have a, a two-headed monster in Rajay Harris and in Marlon Gunn. I think Javius Bond's going to see the field quite a bit this year as a freshman because they like what they saw out of the young guy in fall camp this year. And I think you'll also see him in the return game as well. I think you'll see him back there returning kicks. And can he be kind of like a Keaton Mitchell is to the Ravens right now? He, he could be a home run hitter. He can get you to the maybe the 30, the 35, potentially to the 40, or he can take it all the way to the to the house. Um, so, I don't know. I, I like Javius Bond all on right. the offensive side of the ball. Those are Chandler's guys, Jackson and Bond. Uh, Glenn, who are your guys? Give me uh, J.D. Lampley. I like J.D. Talked to him for the first time on Saturday. I think he's uh, he's got the physical tools. Physical. physical. He's lost weight. He looks really good. Uh, and then D on offense, I like a good year out of Jalen Johnson. I talked to him as well like on that. Saturday and love his mindset. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm on board. Uh, defensively, it's down to two, but um, I, I like I like the cut of this guy's jib. Is that what they say? Yeah, that's what they say. Uh, power hour. Jack Powers. Jack hey. Powers. Great hey. personality. It was going to be a D lineman for me, and it was going to be one of the three guys. Solid player, cerebral. Tank. Great teammate. Tank, Jack Powers, or J.D. Lampley. Is that, that, that was the group for me. You can tell how much his teammates like him. Yep. I'm a Jack Powers guy honorable mention uh tegan wilk but i'm a jack powers guy my honorable mention on the defensive side of the ball is siobhan rebel uh offense i'm not gonna pick a guy because i got my guy i mean he's my guy too I, I can't pick an, and you picked another running back which uh, hmm. uh shameful behavior <laughs> i'm sorry I didn't even think about that. It's fine. It's like picking another dog when you got a dog, man. What about maybe Shane Calhoun? Sure. He's going to be a leader this year. Yeah. Is the vibe I got from that. I I, I like to go by connections. I had an odd connection with Isaiah Winstead. We uh, really enjoyed talking to him about weird stuff. Rapping. And I felt that, yeah. That little scary connection. Um, and I got that connect with Rajay, and uh, and I like Power Hour, so I'm gonna just stick with those guys. You know who Jamie's guy is? Alex Flynn. Alex Flynn is his guy. Um, he said, "Okay, I did hear a rumor Flynn at linebacker, but not my source." What? I, I assume he's joking. Yeah. yeah that is not uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live. Bryce Williams is in the house. We'll hear some interviews from. Searity at ECU Football Media Day, and we'll make you a winner. Big Hour 3 on tap, Pirate Radio Live, and we're back after this. you hate me 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by this summer and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, seafood paella, Cuban sandwich, and more. Relax in the patio with a fresh mojito or a cold beer while enjoying one of our out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday, a Super Tuesday with Mac McCarthy, Mike Mullis, and Bryce Williams, who has his very own theme song. One, right. two, three. Oh, four. yeah. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. live acoustic version mm. featuring cooper greer i love the laugh at the end it just it just tells how great of a time we had that day boy did we have fun <laughs> bryce how you doing i'm good how are y'all doing i'm good thank you for uh for being you i do my best so bryce rolls in and before he even gets on the air he's already fixed the tire a frantic jenny <laughs> <laughs> a frantic jenny run amok through the studio and we all need a hero sometimes she needed a hero and she found one in uh, bryce williams i was here i had my white cape on mm-hmm. white shirt i guess you got something else on hey i got I just noticed see it? can you see it a little bit mm-hmm. I, I figure i'm just gonna shave it and then like wait a few weeks and then grow it and let me take a gander uh unfortunately you can't see it on the screen very well thank you it, like it just got dirty on <laughs> dirty upper lip let me let me take a gander i see it a little bit yeah I'm trying, man. You got I'm a little sur- taco meat on your upper lip. I'm surrounded by all these wonderful stashes. Got a little taco meat on my chest. Got a little taco meat on your lip. You know, I'm surrounded by all this great fish. There, Glenn's got one. Uh, Ch- DB. Well, Chandler's actually just shaved. DB and Clip. Yeah. You know, so you know, I'm just trying. I'm trying to be a part of the gang. I never thought I would want a mustache, and now I I, I love it. I, I, I love it. Yeah. I really do. I don't know why. I would rather have? have a mustache than any other form of yeah. facial hair. As soon as I can grow one. What do you have going on down here? That's the little flavor saver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you have? Going down there. <laughs> Especially if you're eating wings man, or something. It's kind of sticking out. It looks really cool. I like you're a cool uh, cat, man. Is that like a cool cat? It's got to be man. sensitive if it was to get pulled on. I don't know, Bryce. You're not going to pull on it. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, that could. Like Luckily, I don't have a lot of people pulling on my face. <laughs> so. it's, it's a little like youth preacherish, Billy Goatish. Like what? Youth pastorish. Little <laughs> <laughs> soul pastor. Oh, yeah. Well, I might be looking for a side gig. Yeah. Sports trivia Amen. slash uh, youth pastor. pastor. Amen. <laughs> um, he's got some fun youth uh, trips. Went whitewater rafting. Mm-hmm. My fa- one of my favorite rafting. photos of you is from uh, church, and you look like the basis for Limp Bizkit. <laughs> uh, I got the hoodie and the baggy uh, the pants baggy on. pants on. Yeah. But should you shot. let it get long? I mean, like, what if you were just to grow that thing? I like just the good... middle piece, <laughs> just the middle piece out long. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see yeah, what happens. It would blow with it. in the wind. 
Clip has a Terry Labonte mustache, says Jamie. Let's look up old Terry. See what he's got going. Terry Labonte. Terry Labonte. What car did he drive? What was his main sponsor? Oh, he was nine. Was he ninety five? He was five. Right. What was his he main was sponsor? The sponsor. I know, but I was stalling because I don't know the answer. Uh, Home was, Depot. I was Clorox or something. I thought Home Depot Kellogg's. too. Bryce. He always had the chicken on the side of his thing. Man, I like the old old nasty. Look at Redneck Glenn oh, na- yeah, naming the car, the number, and everything. Dang. Hey, that's not a terrible. Dang stash. man, look, this is not Terry Labonte. I'm not a Tom Selleck guy. I'm not a Mattingly guy. I'm a Labonte guy. Exactly. It's like you know, it's there. Yeah, looks pretty good. There's different types. Yeah. Dang, it's I a like mustache old for NASCAR stuff. That is a cool car, though. That cornflakes. I like the Tony the Tiger one yeah. personally. So there was another Bobby Labonte. Was he ninety something? Bobby uh, Labonte. No. Bobby drove. He was eighteen. He drove the Interstate Batteries <laughs> car. I kind of just want to do this with Glenn now. Nineties <laughs> <right>. NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Hey, it's Home Depot. <laughs> Oh, that's Tony Stewart. Yeah, Tony Stewart. Yeah. That's 20 Tony 20. Stewart. Okay, I didn't know that one. I want to do NASCAR trivia, but <laughs> just a glance. I Because <laughs> I never knew he was this big NASCAR it just, 90s it's guy. It's a very specific area. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a very, it's like, like a two, three year run. <laughs> I just know it all. Ernie Irvin, was he part of it? Uh, he was at the at the very beginning. Oh, okay. Number so, seven. No way. Uh, he was a black, orange, and gold car. I can't think of the did he get the number oh i'm seeing a different number i kind of got an ernie Irvin stash have a what was ernie Irvin's number i'm seeing a 28 and a four it was a 28 um i see a four kodak i see a 28 havoline so 28 is the one i remember all right enough of that that's fine let's do something real quick chandler's on the phone i want to go around the horn with bryce so bryce we're going to give you info you need to know. This will be for the listeners, too, about ECU football, what okay. we've learned. Because Glenn's gone out there quite a bit. I've been out there a few times. Chandler as well. We just had media day. So uh, mm. let's try to hit Let's try to hit two bullet points apiece. And I'll begin, and we'll catch Chandler up when he's off the phone. Uh, what you need to know, Bryce, um, well, we had that feel-good moment on Saturday. A player was put on scholarship, and that was Jari Patterson. Oh. Now, Jari came in with a little bit of hype, and it always kind of felt like it was uh, he was a project. Like, we got to – like, this guy's got the talent, but we got to get it out of him somehow. Well, Mike Houston has talked about him a ton this offseason, loves his consistency. It was really cool in that scholarship video where he said – you had another good day today, which is a good thing because we were planning on doing this one way or the other. We'd hate to give it to you if you had a bad day, but he had another good day Saturday. Uh, I talked to him on Saturday. was very humble and uh, could be primed for a big year. You never know with those receivers who's getting the run and who's going to get the targets and everything. But um, Jari Patterson has gone from a guy that wasn't on my radar that could catch balls this year to potentially an impact guy. Mm. So there's one for you. Yeah. Another from me or Glenn, if you have one, you can jump in. What does Bryce and the listeners need to know about ECU football right now? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of a defensive one. Long secondary, very long, mm. long in the secondary. Legion of Boom. Remember, Legion of Boom came around. They had those yes. that length in the uh, the secondary with their corners with Sherman and 
the other dude that played for seattle and new england i can't remember his name i'm excited about the defense physical up front long Richard on the back Sherman. end no not it's Cam Chancellor? No. It is Cam Chancellor. No, it's... he's a safety. I'm talking about another... Uh, corner? Corner. Brandon Browner, I believe, was, was the, the name I corner? was thinking of. Yeah. Um, you don't put the safety in the Legion of Boone? Sure, but I was speaking of one uh, particular okay. individual right, okay. named Brandon Browner. Um, Chandler, we are telling Bryce and the listeners nuggets he needs to know about ECU football from our conversations and... My first thing was Jari Patterson, how he's kind of risen up the depth chart. He rose to the standard, uh, earned the scholarship. Glenn's comment, bullet point, was the length on the secondary, specifically Siobhan Revel, who has been talked about a lot. He's going to be an impact corner for the Pirates. What's your bullet point for Bryce? Uh, The total reconstruction of the offensive line, I believe. Yeah. Going to be a lot of new faces. Um, So, I mean, I think I mean, offensive line. I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah, that just, mm-hmm. I think that's just another bullet point to look at. And I feel like it hasn't been talked about that much. I mean, I guess maybe because it could be more of a concern, more than it's a, a positive. negative point. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, because I mean, potential you, negative. You, you lose a guy that started two years with Nashad Strother. You lose a guy, uh, and um, I'm Avery Jones. Avery Jones. Um, and then you know, there's just a lot Noah of Noah Henderson. Noah Henderson leaves; he gets drafted. So thanks, Clint. A lot of production. A lot, yeah. yeah. So a lot of production, not just at the skill positions, mm. but up there with the guys in the front. in the trenches. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to look different. But yeah. the, I, I think the biggest thing too, though, let's go to a positive side: is that defensive front. He talked about the defensive backs, and there's going to be you know a lot of length there, especially with Siobhan Revel. That but you, front is physical. But that front, man, that is the most I think veteran group no doubt with elijah morris who's been here for years dante johnson who solidified himself as a guy in the middle last year you got guys like jack powers who is clip brock's guy on the defensive side of the ball Surat. you got that grown man jeremy lewis on one side of the ball too so julius uh, Wood, surad yes. Ware. um so I, there's a lot of guys there's a lot of positive up there up front and i think they're going to cause a lot of havoc this year mm. JD Lamb. Good stuff. And I, look, I like JD Lamb. You remember when we went to the scrimmage a couple weeks ago and the quarterbacks just they they kind of struggled that day as, oh, especially I remember. Uh <laughs> especially at the time that we were there. Well, here's the thing. And it's actually kind of funny cuz Donnie joked about this yesterday. He called Blake Harrell uh, Captain Havoc. Uh, because he says, you know, he's, bring, the he's, br- he's bringing the blitz. But not only is there blitzes, but those guys up front in a three technique are, you know, in a three point stance are bringing the pressure too. So I'm really excited. Complicated package. I'm really, I'm really yeah. excited to see what kind of pressure we can put on quarterbacks this year. Even Robert, if we Robert's right, and I asked Coach Houston this uh, question on saturday about how does this camp compare to past camps and he said most competitive camp um so far due to the depth and the roster by the positions price position groups all that so a lot of competition for opportunity opportunities uh, yeah he was hitting the key words so now bryce we're going to do this we're going to turn the tables you have an opportunity to ask us mm. questions you want to know about this football team what are you curious about i kind of want to see how much he learned from us right then what did, what did you take away from what we told you uh, a lot of o-line names but uh, a lot of o-line new faces there were long in the secondary um and our defense is veteran status and what else was there said that was secondary 
front, the front, the front line, and yeah, sure. uh, defenses. And you listened okay. Well, we'll give Fair. you a B minus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think a B. That was always you know fitting for me. Bryce, what are your, what question do you have about this football team? The, uh, the question would be probably um, I'm kind of curious on who's like going to be our number. Too tight, you know. Who's gonna be Shane's backup? I mean, who's gonna be in oh, like, say twelve personnel? Like, who do we know anything Savage. about the you know the second guy coming in? Um, you know, so you know, run formations. Like I said, pretty much when they call twelve, who's gonna be coming in with Shane? And question. I'm gonna have that answer for you later this afternoon when we talk to Donnie Kirkpatrick. Right now, can't help you out. Is that a question you're going to bring up to him? Yeah, I will right, bring well, that up give, because I know Brian? there was an injury with uh, with Savage, Savage. So, and they don't like to talk about injuries, but we'll see if we can get an update on that. And also, who else is in that tight end room that could potentially get some playing time this year? Listed on the roster, Tyler Savage, Mason Brown, Shane Calhoun, Desirio Riles, and Antonio Ferguson but that's a good question bryce who are the guys that will see action this year because you got junior and junior with calhoun and savage and then freshman 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 with the others Mm -hmm. can you give bryce credit whenever you ask that question this afternoon you want me to say that out there (laughs) just say hey bryce williams your former player no i'm not gonna say that (laughs) and i'm not because i want all the credit for myself there's just too many words nobody cares yeah. When I play, sorry, the, Bryce, Donnie's cool. gonna talk enough. When I play the comment the following day on Pirate Radio, mm. I'm gonna say Bryce Williams brought this up yesterday, so I asked Donnie Kirkpatrick. Yes, I will give him credit then. Mm. But at the actual Q and A, no. Yeah, I, I'm not there to waste people's times. I'm there to get in, get yeah, out. You're there, and sleep. you're not there to be friends with anybody. No, either. I don't want to be your friend. No. I don't want to be. It. We learned that uh, a couple weeks ago. That's right. I wear, said, Cliff, uh, how are you doing? He said, shut up. I'm going to sit down and ask questions. I wear uh, horse blinders. I only exactly. look at the coach, and I'm not there to talk to anybody. Big there. J. <laughs> yes. Big J journalist, actually. Capital J. <laughs> um, and if I if I see you there and act rude, sorry. Just doing my job. I, yeah. I'm just it's a journalist business. doing business. my job. Yep. If Bryce was in the room and was like, hey, buddy, a good show today. Remember I fixed that tire? I'd be I'd do a smush face. I'd just take his face yeah. <laughs> and just smush it to the side and go to my seat. You literally give him the husband. He and, and he try to yank on my, my hair here. Yeah. Under my lip. Yeah, I'd be like yeah. Get out of here. So there you go. A single digit tight end, I just saw that. We had one last year. Did we not? Four. Uh, Ryan Jones was yeah. four. We did, that's right. Four Talking five. to that beautiful mic there in front of you, Bryce. My it sounds bad. so good. Hello. Hey, there you <laughs> Hello. go. Hey, hey. Hello, I'm Johnny Who, Cash. Were you about to say you didn't like that? I'm not a fan of the number. I'm just not a <laughs> tight end. Well, you know what you're going to love? Teddy Bridgewater. I was about to ask you, who the quarterback that's wearing, he's wearing 50, he's right? He's wearing 50. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> what? Like, why? I think it's, I don't it's just know. preseason. There's no way he's doing this in the regular season. What a... What yeah. a goof move. Well, they changed the rules in the NFL now. What a goof now, move. Like, anybody There's no way That's goofy. That's so goofy and tacky. I remember it being the big deal. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're offended. That. I just hate that. That's so I haven't heard the like, word tacky in a while. Reggie Bush was going to wear five in the NFL, and it was a huge deal. Oh, it would have been so cool. It was Because like he looked good in that yeah. five. Right. It was like they, that was the – I remember it being a big talking yeah. point Keith Mitchell don't look as fast with two digits on him. I'm just going to say it. Chris Johnson in the five. Yeah, it would have been sweet. Mm, that Much better been than sweet. the 25. Doug Flutie in the 22. 
That was always wacky to me. Uh, Jared Lorenzen, the hefty lefty, wore 22 in uh, Kentucky, I believe. Good call, college football guy. Wow. I am a college football guy. That is guy. a pull right there. College football guy, for sure. And former long snapper. That might be the most I've been impressed with you in a while, Chandler. <laughs> wow. That was good. That was a really good What about, like what about getting today. Mike Keith on the show last week? I like Chandler's huh? turquoise today. You like the shirt? Yeah. I do too. It's it looks good, good on you. Thank you. Good. Man, I had a, a date update in a while. How are you, hey, man? Mike. Ain't much going on. Yeah, nothing to write home to mama about. No, nothing, nothing to write home to mama about. Well, Chandler, how's things going? You know, she did ask me over the weekend if I had been seeing anybody. I was like, nah, just me. Just I was like, look, I, I said I'm working. I'm and here I said, to do I'm my not job. Time for this. I'm here to do he my job. He did the same thing to his mama that you did to Bryce. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I smush faced her. Oh man, <laughs> don't smush face mama. Let's take a break. When we return, more with Bryce Williams. Bryce, I got good news and bad news. Uh-oh. The bad news is I'm leaving early. Ah. Why? To do my job. You're a man on a mission. The good news is you get to finish out this show with Pirate Radio co-owner Jonathan Ellery. I tell you what, not many days you get that opportunity. So you better shape <laughs> up, buddy. I know. I, the boss man's coming I'm, in I'm, here. I'm actually wearing a shirt without holes in it today, just for <laughs> Ellery. Well, I want to throw on a tie if you could. If you got a tie, I will wear it. I do got a jacket over there. Is there a tie over here? (laughs) I need to look my best for the boss. But more good news. I'm back with Bryce Williams and the big dog and Chan and the crew when we return after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show all right welcome back to the program are you ready and pre-approved at the home you want to purchase comes for sale today integrity home mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans plus construction and lot loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with a superior customer service that you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates, supporting Pirates. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clay Brock. Chan, you are acing the reads today, my man. Thank you, my man. My guy. My guy. My guy. Oh my guy. Hello, my guy. My guy. Uh, let's see. Skip is in the house. He said, hey, I watched our defense against BYU recently from last year. They look rough. I hope we have emphasized tackling. Bryce, how much tackling is going on? We're at a fall camp now, mm. so maybe not too much now. How, no. much, how much tackling goes on at fall camp? Not really any, except for when the defense doesn't know what thud is. Hmm. Yeah, but other than that, like when you when you have your scrimmages and stuff, right? You know, there's live tackling and stuff. Um, but you know, it's still you know controlled tackling. I mean, they're not kind of like 
blindsided a receiver. At least we haven't, you know. So, so you're, the question is, well, how do the guys know how to tackle? Well, so they're tackling dummies and yeah, those dummies. And, and yeah, I mean, they're definitely practicing their techniques during, technique. the, during the thud and stuff. I mean, you can work on your angles and things like that without going to the ground. I would say. Yeah, heard. Uh, I asked Jack Powers. And I was like, don't give me specifics. Don't want to get anybody in trouble. But, like, camp fights. We have any good camp fights this year? And, um, you know, not really. But yeah. they have skirmishes. But he said, you know, that it, sometimes those things can bring you closer together. And you you leave it on the field. Don't let it get into the locker room. Yeah. But that's all uh, part of just hitting the same guy over and over. And yeah. I don't know. You remember any of those from your yeah, days? Yeah, we, we had a few um, practice fights. But coach ruff didn't let him really get to anywhere um like those guys like he got mad whenever there was fights the other school i attended they let him roll which you know made us good bad it was a little more entertaining when hmm. you know the coach lets him just duke it out you know to an extent obviously for the most part but um there was definitely some heat between more so like linemen and stuff and that carried into the locker room actually so hmm. <laughs> yeah you had Deion Sanders, Colorado. They they had a uh, scuffle go on into the back of the of the end zone after a touchdown, and uh, there was a few players that I guess were standing around and then started kind of walking away from the uh, from the fight. And Deion Sanders said, "What are you guys doing?" He said, "I don't want to ever see you guys walk away from a fight again." He said, "One of us fights, we all fight." <laughs> yeah. I think that's stupid. I think that's crazy. <laughs> I think that's more to preach that. Uh, and I'm not a football player. Maybe I'm wrong. I think. I mean, I'm on the maybe same, I'm, I'm on soft. The same. But if you have eighty-seven guys out there in a yeah. fight, what good? What good that is going to happen? Any here? good? I agree. I think that's just absolutely like insane. I think he's trying overcompensating, trying to be a tough guy at that point. And he's got. The I don't know. Are we look, wrong? And he's got the cameras in his uh, face. And I don't know. I mean, I guess you could see there's a. I guess there'd be a fine line of. Um, getting out of hand and or you know like it was three sticking. on one and somebody's getting jumped maybe you jump in and help the guy yeah but. yeah man if it's just one-on-one i don't see <laughs> what's but, going everybody to run it yeah i, don't get I guess it. it's maybe like i mean unless my practice field looks like a scene out of game of thrones i'm not happy like, <laughs> i just want wars breaking out battle between, of the bastards going yes, on yes. in the middle of fall camp uh, maybe you know what maybe i need more context maybe it was a running back got or, or quarterback but maybe a running back gets hit and he wants his offensive line going in there yeah, maybe something like that. that yeah but like yeah. but the way that the, i read the headline too where he's like anybody that didn't jump in he was upset yeah. that just sounds stupid i don't know like, what are we doing how is that going to work? I guess it's having your other guys back. Or Big something. Dog, what's your gut know. say about Colorado, the Dion era? Bad. Yeah. Bad. Uh-oh. Bad. In- ends in a bad divorce. Yeah. Not Probably. good. I- I'm kind of leaning that way. This is the first way. season, right? Yeah. Ends in scandal. Probably. Mm. Even in the NIL era, I think. What kind of scandal those people are? I think he's he's moving differently. To overturn your entire roster in one season i kind of want to see it go good early and dion oh i want do su- the full dion i want i want success 
than explosion. Drive. Yeah, I, I want, think I want that too. I want I want the, the full star effect. I, I want the success within the explosion. Because I will say I hated Dion as a player mostly because he played for the Cowboys and Niners, and I yes. didn't like those teams. Yes. And even Falcons in Washington had some run-ins before that early in his career. Um, but I I do like post football playing Dion Sanders. He's very entertaining to me. I do See, not. You don't like Dion. He has too much sauce on his chip for me, and that's a rare case uh, occurrence. If I, anybody deserves to have sauce on their chips, it's Dion Sanders. I'm just telling you. That's crazy. It's a hot take, I guess. That is pretty hot. You got a little salt. You got a little you got spicy much, sauce on you yours. Got too much Texas. It's in I think that's what it is. We're talking about a guy. He doesn't like a guy having too much sauce. He's wearing sunglasses inside. <laughs> inside. I mean, you're dripping. It's <laughs> nice. I'm just saying that as it's cloudy outside. As, if you're going to be a coach and have a circus around you, then you better win. Dang it. He has one. Not at uh, uh, yeah, any uh, level. Yes, he, he just won at the FCS I'm level. I'm talking about like at, the, at this He level. hasn't had a chance to. Give him a chance. Let him succeed I, and then let I, him explode. I, I'm, I'm just surprised you're not a Dion guy. Never was. And then Never will be. I, <laughs> I liked his shoes. He had cool shoes. Uh, but then... A little too saucy for me. Post-career uh, post, post has been... A little too saucy for me. Man. Joey says Colorado goes six and six, five and seven at the least, and he said he can have as much sauce as he wants on his chips. Joey, you know what? Come in here and say this stuff. I don't want you on the chat saying this stuff. I want you to get in Big Dog's face and say, "Hey, Glenn, Dion can have as much sauce as he wants on his chips." Puedes pintar este violeta. That is the all-time Joey clip. Hope your uh, your school day is going good, Joey. We miss you. I'll say this, Glenn. Joey's in school? Yeah. Like, he's at ACU. Senior year. Nah, first oh. year at South Central. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to follow. You never know. Um, Unnecessary. This is, a, <laughs> this is a testament to you, to us. Um, I think today shows how much we miss the interns how much they are putting in work around here is we're not seeing db here because we're very short-handed with shirley gone and the interns gone you guys are stressed i'm being facetimed that's why he's got sunglasses (laughs) all right put them up tell them we're live on the air though and hold them up to the mic so we got a we are we are live we're live on the air jack i want to say first off this man is shirtless (laughs) (laughs) can i see can Can we get this on the camera he possibly just got out of the shower he said, yeah. Put him up. This man. There he is. Where is he at? He's at that guy of North Campus, ain't he? Right here. Is Joey at North Campus? Ask him if he's at North Campus. Put him up to the mic. He can have as much dip on his chip as he wants. Dip on his chip. The man has called me out. Look at his hair. Via FaceTime. He's got some nice hair. I'm offended by Joey's great hair. That's that Puerto Rican. Every day that I see it. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican. I've never had it like that. It bothers me so much. He's got... He's got when too you much cut sauce it off in his hair. In January, I want the wig. I, I need I need the wig piece. All right, Joey. All right, we'll buddy. Get back to the show, boss. Peace. There is uh, intern Joey. Intern Joey. Good kid. He's, He's a, a good, good kid. kid. What a listen, di- look. A diamond pulled out of the coal mine. Absolutely. We're missing uh, him and DB today, though. I know, man. Bryce and DB got a good thing going. I think DB's only gonna be here on Wednesdays, Bryce. 
Why'd he and change it he, up? He told me Friday. He's got school. Too. He's got work. He's got baseball. Where are his priorities at? You know? That's a good question. Why isn't he here on Tuesdays? That's a good question. What, baseball and school in the way? Give me a break. Come on. Yeah. You know? How about the players going back to school? Some, like Jason Nichols was like, hey, man, we used to do three a days in the 90s. I did mind school coming back <laughs> so we could get away from three football practices. They were, but. They were trying to get away from one man. <laughs> Jeff Connors? He may be in the room with us right now. Yeah, I told uh, Jay Nick. I said, Jay Nick, I, if you don't run that route good, we'll make it four days. And then he said, well, we start school next week. And then he said, all right, coach, I'll see you later. And then I said, how about you do a 20 sets of 40-yard dashes? Ready, go. Good to see you, coach. Good to see you, too. I got to go. You got a lot of. I got to go. I'm going to tell myself to do one rep. Of leaving the door. Ready, go. <laughs> All right, there he is. The coach always Combs. motivational coach. Combs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie says, Is that Chris Mafula Mata, Matafala? Or a Troy Palamalu? Anybody with great hair. I think he just wanted to impress us by saying he knows right. Chris, Chris Mafala. Is that really that dude's name? Uh, yeah. Played for the. There's no way that fits on a bubble sheet. Who do you play for, Jamie? Steelers? I don't know. Probably maybe the Colts? Maybe his Colts? Uh, Bryce, I'm about to head on out of here. We gotta leave. No, out of here. Yeah, yeah. we gotta go. To so, what time uh, we get done on practice? Uh, around now. six, sir. But we gotta get out there and make sure hey, we ain't late. Three thirty to six? No, four. What is their schedule? Three fifty. Uh, right now, y'all get on out of here. God, about two like hours. Twenty thirty minute walkthroughs. You didn't like with that. our helmets on. We had, first we didn't have to do is our, use our uh, wear our helmets, which made it you know not so bad. But then when they made you put keep the helmets on for that whole time, gosh, that was aggravating. What I seem to gather from every former player is that nobody misses August. Yeah, it's. Like August and July are just the worst. But just because of the heat. It is a necessity. Right, Bryce? Very much so. Yep. Yes, it is. I liked uh I liked um the summer workouts and school. Then you get to fall camp. There's exciting to it, but you know, it kinda what? Nothing. Um good to see you today. Are you out of here? Wait, why are you shaking my hand? (laughs) Why did you shake my hand just then? (laughs) <laughs> right, you, act, you actually reached your arm out. I did not. I was sitting like this. Uh, you reached it. <laughs> that is uh, that is just a reference. I don't know if you've seen the uh, Red uh, Commander's owner from last night. Uh, um, I'll show it during the break. He, he was sloppy. He found Hogan's goat and then lost him again. All right, let's do caller number four right now. Chandler, what are we giving away? Uh, we got to give away some. We'll do caller four. How about we do a gift $10 gift card to AJ McMurphy's? All right. $10 gift card. AJ McMurphy's on the line. 317-1250. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Ellerby going to take us the rest of the way home. When we return, more Bryce Williams, Pirate Radio Outdoors, and more. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group. Offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com, New Blue Service Group, where they are redefining service excellence. And congratulations to Brad Woodard of Farmville. He is the winner of a $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's, the best place in Greenville to unwind. After work and have fun, it's A.J. McMurphy's. A.J.'s has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. A.J.'s has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an A.J.'s day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, the boss man. Jonathan Ellerby. All right. Thank you, Chandler. Jonathan Ellerby finishing up the show today with the big man, Bryce Williams. Chandler on the other side of the glass as Team Pirate Radio has headed out to East Carolina football practice. We'll have a full recap for you coming up on Wednesday's show. So uh, also uh, stay tuned to our social media. We'll keep you up with the latest. But a good chance for me and Bryce to catch up. We were catching up in the break, man. Yeah. It's been a fun day already since you've been down here. Think about what, I mean, you've you've added a lot of value to the radio station today inside the building and outside the building. I know if you're just joining, I mean, you you plugged a tire, Mm -hmm. you walk, you pull up in the parking lot. Jenny from Team Pirate Radio has a big screw in her tire. Mm -hmm. You like casually just walk to your truck. And have all the yep. equipment to do that. I mean, yep. you're like AAA. Uh, yeah, that's on Pirate Radios, you know, AAA, service team, you know, any repairs in the studio, vehicles, you know, I'm here to surf. Um, but, yeah, I was glad to help. She seemed, she was uh, a little frantic, but I was sure that uh, I could get her back on the road safely. I'm sure she had somewhere to go. I'm sure probably what a practice or something. Where was she? Yeah, she's going to football practice. Yeah, she's going to football practice. We can't hinder any of the Pirate Radio teammates from doing their job. So that's, you know, that's why I'm here. Bryce Williams, uh, we were going to go Pirate Radio outdoors because Chandler was trying to tell us that what we're going to do. But I'm going Pirate Radio indoors because Uh during the break, you were flipping through your phone and you're like, man. I hope Anna could make me some of these desserts I sent her yeah. on Instagram. I was like, well, how much desserts are you sending? And you're like, evidently a lot. So what's the, you, you said there's a lot of good oh food. Oh, my gosh. What's, what's some food on Instagram you need uh, mean, Anna to, to make up for there's you? There's all the – well, the one I sent her was just like this graham crack, chocolate chip graham crack, cracker marshmallow cookie thing. And this, Isn't this, that called a s'mores? I, we know maybe they do. <laughs> Oh, that's what that is. Chocolate, marshmallow, and graham cracker? I guess it was a s'mores cookie. Yeah, you know, now that the three ingredients come to mind, it is a s'mores. So, a s'mores cookie, and it looked delicious. But I mean, I send her these, like, you know, they make the Hawaiian rolls, like the package, like these sliders, and do that. Send her those things. It's a lot of desserts. I get a sweet tooth, and I get that from my mama. So, I mean, I'm sending her just bukus of desserts and foods that you know all i need is food and a place to lay my head and i'm pretty happy right you know um so how long have you been married now we are uh we have um a little over a year may was a year so what am i at 14 
yeah. 15 months. So, I mean, we're getting to veteran status where she should know, you know, what makes me happy. So, and, what are your expectations you know. when you get home at night? Like, a, do, you, do you need, like, a, a, like a hot meal on the table when um, you get home? Not necessarily. We do. We go back and forth, you know, if she's busy. You know, we play that together. Um, but she does know I like to have something sweet in the house. And right. I've been on this wonderful ice cream kick. So, she went to the grocery store this weekend, and sure enough, we got fresh ice cream. What's your go-to? Man, so this new brand is Tillamook, Tillamook. And it was like a graham cracker caramel. You like the graham cracker. Cake. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was like a yeah graham cracker caramel delight thing. I love that, but I love like um, Rocky Road and uh, whatever um, Simply Natural has like a chocolate. I guess they call it a cow patty or something. Right. It's got marshmallows, pecans, mm-hmm. and stuff in it like that. I'm getting a theme, chocolate, marshmallows, and graham crackers. So yeah. let's, we, you, you want to make a man happy next week, Chandler? Just Want make you. a s'more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a s'more and some milk, and I'll be happy. But I think pastries and ice cream, like, or like cookies. Is cookie a pastry? Maybe not. Like cookies and ice cookies cream. Cookies a dessert. Okay. So, yeah, cookies and ice cream are my, my sweets that I definitely – love but you know i don't neglect any that are in front of us so what's the best thing anna cooked for you she does a lot um man like we don't go too crazy but we always do like she have a go-to dish uh we do like Like my wife's go-to dish is she cooks a mean chicken parm it's really good wow we haven't gotten that too fancy no she she does it really really good and i tell her to get extra to make a lot because that's one of those meals that's really really good the next day too oh yeah so i could eat that like two or three days a week oh yeah yeah, you're set up yeah yeah me and anna's we definitely like like the hibachi bowl kind of thing that's good or like a mexican bowl we just put everything in bowls so it's that's that's really our go-to we're doing that each hibachi bowl and a mexican bowl hibachi bowls then ice cream bowls uh, yes (laughs) with cookies and graham crackers um yeah we eat pretty good we we do well in the house my dad got a blackstone over the over the weekend and he really likes it and you talked about like hibachi that's really good to like i've heard like hibachi on like the blackstone yeah you can can fry your rice and do your egg in the the rice and stuff and the teriyaki believe me i I, I you know I, I got a little skill behind I the, hear oven, you, buddy. the skittle you know, but uh, yeah the blackstones are neat. Nice. So uh, you ready for football season? My goodness, am I? Yeah, it's you know it was fun. You know, I guess it was last week. It was still fresh in the fall campish kind of, or the week before, and um, it definitely brings back a lot of you know just obviously great memories. Um, you know, I was telling Clip, I guess the and you know when Chandler and stuff a few weeks ago, like when football season is starting training camp. For Mrs. Personally, obviously, but I'm like, the vibe in the studio just is a lot better. You know, not that's ever bad, but there's just, just a little... There's a little more pep in yeah, everybody's step. a little bit of pep. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Because, um, obviously, Pirate Radio is always popping, you know, so we're I'm pleased with that. And uh, But Pirate football season definitely brings just a little more, so I'm super excited. Um, so, have, do you have a group text with uh, some of your former teammates? Um, not... Not really. We, but you know, we sort of touch base, especially during football season. So you, you know, do it individually. You yeah, just there's, there's not like like six or seven of you on on one chain. No, not none okay. of that. But it's just sort of random. You know, I talked to Shane. I think the other week. Um, I think I faced. What's his vibe? It's about the season. Yeah, I mean, he's excited about it. You know, obviously with the new quarterback situation that's still up in the air. Um, you know, the big game with uh, and the conference sort of 
adding new teams and stuff. I mean, he's excited and obviously always optimistic. Um, because I FaceTimed him after that Saturday practice I went to just because I was on the practice field and thought it was, yeah. you know, neat for him to see. And, you know, unfortunately, he's like, man, I don't know. I got a busy fall. So, unfortunately, I don't know if he's going to make it out to a game this he's year. He's still coaching football, right? Still coaching football. I think I just saw where he's 1-0, and um, so which is exciting. So, if they can just keep that going. But um, it's good to talk to him about, you know, cause it's all, every time we're all together, whoever it is to talk to during this time, and you're always sort of reminiscing of – you know, when we played and stuff, which sure. is always fun. Especially when we all get together, it's even better. Your team versus this team this year. Is, <laughs> is it too early to no, – your team versus Holt and Naylor's in the team last year because this team doesn't have any tape or, right. or film. To, do, do you think uh, you, your, your team could could have beat the uh, oh, team that won the bowl uh, game in the Birmingham Bowl last year? Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, of course I got to go with my guys. Yeah, I would say us for sure. Um, Especially that 14 team. Yeah, the 14, 14 team, team that beat Carolina, that beat Virginia Tech. That one. Yeah. And the 13, I would say 13, 14, my senior year. I want to go my senior year. It's the battle um, of lefty quarterbacks. It's the battle of lefty quarterbacks. Um, you know, but it'd be it'd be a shootout, I'd for sure. When you, when you reminisce with your teammates, I know you, you obviously, you, you guys have a lot of memorable moments yeah. in ECU football history. Is there, do y'all ever go down the the other fork in the road with like oh, man the one that got away? <laughs> oh yeah. Did, I oh, mean, how much sure. do you ever talk about in, um, any of those games? We do, you know, we get fired up like you know what we did, you know, as far as the victories. But then sometimes you know it does sort of slip in there. You know, obviously the game against UCF comes in. You're sure. Like, it, that one, you know, and um, even Florida the bowl game, the Florida the bowl game, that one, they definitely creep in there. Yeah, right, um, right. we may take a few more sips during those conversations, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, those always pop up because you know it's hard not to play, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, and all that. But um, you know, I'm glad, you know, obviously what we did was you know great and a great time. But you know, you always think, man, like you know, it gets me, you know, the the Marshall game, you know, when we were in Conference USA, that one always eats me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I've obviously referenced that numerous times because I was, you know, I remember watching Conference USA. I mean, like the conference championships, you know, the back-to-back years when we hosted in Daddy Ficklin and how awesome it was when we won. And to have that experience would have definitely been, um, you know, special because, of course, I was like, we're going to win every game. Like, we knew it. Like, oh, we're going to play Rice at home and Daddy Ficklin. Are you kidding me for a conference championship? Like, it was going to be a no-brainer. So I always like to play that, you know, I guess hypothetical scenario in my mind, you know, is what it is now. Now that you're a a true veteran, uh, you know, a lot of time is – gotten by uh if uh, we were teleconferenced right in over to ecu the end of ecu football practice right now and coach houston said we got a special speaker uh, bryce williams uh <laughs> can, can you can you talk to the team uh as yeah. we're about 10 days out from michigan what, what would you tell the football team today oh my gosh um because I, I was telling you know some of the guys there when i was there uh sat in the past saturday um obviously enjoy you know enjoy the moment like it goes by in a blink of an eye um you know some of it may be cliche cliche but i mean you do you want to make your reps count because i mean once it's over you're not you know i was fortunate enough to go a little after you know college but once it's over it's over and you miss those days uh like crazy and i missed obviously college football you know even more than i did the nfl um just because of the relationships that you know were made over those years um but yeah, just don't take it for granted at all. Don't get complacent 
with anything, you know, obviously always trying to do just that one little extra, you know, staying after practice, like our team, I mean, we would stay, you know, specialists and honestly, it's several guys, linemen, linebackers, just doing a little extra, you know, after practice, you know, whether for us, it's catching balls, the linebackers working on hips, the linemen going over the reads and stuff like that. Um, you know, just to do that little extra, don't be, all right, practice is over, boom, we're, let's, right. let's, let's jet. I mean, you don't get, you know, you don't get better that way. So, um, that would be definitely one thing is to just do that little extra. I mean, even, you know, you know, it's like 1%, you know, 2% each day getting better at better at your craft in one um, aspect or the other of the game, you know, makes a huge difference. Um, but definitely those things. Don't take it for granted. Work hard, um, you know, and enjoy it. Um, you know, even though it is tough some days, you know, you're like, golly, practice for the, you know, or 10 weeks in the same practice, same thing, you know, but it goes by quick. And once it's done, it's done. Words of wisdom from East yeah. Carolina football alum, Bryce Williams. Studio. We'll take a quick time out when we come back. Football and Pirate Radio Outdoors. They're going to mix together. Bryce Williams advice to the outdoorsmen of the world of uh, how they can mix football and outdoors coming up this uh, football season. So we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up with big Bryce right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten the lift of your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Mini Spa on Red, Bank, Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is your host, the boss man, Jonathan Ellerby. All right. Thanks, Chandler. Uh, Bryce Williams in studio. Uh, Pirate Radio team out at uh, East Carolina Football Practice. Follow us on social media for the up to the latest news going on at ECU football. Also back here at PRL every weekday, three to six, we'll have all the latest. Uh, busy time of year. We got a lot going on, but Bryce Williams, uh, if you hunt, fish, and you love football, you're going to have a busy. Any advice for people that have to mix in hunting, fishing, or they have to mix in football with their hunting and fishing? How do you do it all? <laughs> Best advice you can give somebody are quick. Pirate Radio Outdoors in 60 seconds or less. I guess I'm going to go relate to college, like the current football players, obviously, because that was what I can relate. They can relate to me on that. Uh, really, your only opportunity during the fall to hunt uh, would definitely be uh, take advantage of your bye week. Uh, typically falls into some good deer season or, you know, ducks and all that. So take advantage of your bye week. Spring, plenty of time to hit the ponds around here in Greenville. Uh, and water so spring and summer for your fishing between your you know obviously your workouts and everything like that 
Um, so thankfully there are gaps to where the sportsmen can get out there and enjoy. Uh, What's an ideal kickoff time if you want to hunt or fish before a game? <laughs> so what, I mean, what would what would work best? Uh, we're going. You need a night game. Night game. Okay. Yeah. Even though you got to get up real early. Yeah. You don't like three thirty wouldn't be better. Are you because or do you need? You need you that. You gotta have time to clean the boat and stuff and clean okay. your fish. All right, yeah. so you need like a six or seven o'clock kickoff yeah. to be able to do it all. Yeah, local home. home all right, game. good stuff from Bryce Williams today. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir. Also, see you at the Pirate Radio Football Kickoff yes, Party. Sir. That's coming up a week from Thursday. You can get your tickets for only ten dollars at pr nine two seven fm dot com. Remember, one hundred percent of the proceeds will go to the new Jeff Charles Scholarship at the ECU School of Communication. So jump on board. The chairman of the board are going to be playing. They're going to be riding, seeing them in maybe a decade or so. I'm oh, looking, wow. I'm really looking forward to seeing their beach music oh, and their wow. acts. So uh, seeing Bryce Williams there. We also got these cool T-shirts. If you're watching us on video, we'll have these. That'll go towards the scholarship as well to honor the voice. That's what it's going to be about. And we're going to kick off football season Thursday the 31st. So come be a part of it. Bryce, thanks for hanging out with thanks us today. Man, Chandler, thanks for finishing up the show and producing. And until we see you next time, take it away, Jeff Charles. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.